apologize. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. I have a plan. You've got a plan. I have part of a plan. It's your weekly dose of all things geeky. Class is paying 101. The instructor's Casey Jones. Movies, comic books, movies based on comic books. Excelsior! Video games, toys, TV shows. Professional wrestling. It's still real to me, damn it! <laughs> All the things you got made fun of for in high school. Come on, you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? So grab your action figures, bag and board your comics, and roll for initiative. It's time to talk nerdy to me. Hello there. Welcome to an all new episode of Talk Nerdy 2 Electric Boogaloo. This week we have trimmed all the fat from the show. We're coming to you lean and mean. We're in like, we're like, we're like Sylvester Stallone and Rocky IV. We are trim and cut and ready. We've got the sex lines and yes. all the, the back. The, the we found in our lats. We found the eye of the tiger and the, uh, what's the song from Rocky IV? The montage song. Whatever that is. We found that one, too. We're good to go. It's cut. like another Survivor song, yeah. isn't it? You are asking yeah. the wrong person. I do not remember music of any kind. <laughs> I am your host, Obi-John Kenobi. With me, as always, our resident expert in all things guns, beer, and titties. Wearing a hat that literally says, America, we grow beer, Julian. Goddamn right. I felt this was appropriate. Um, and especially... It doesn't, it's not any fun wearing... Trump hats whenever uh, dipshit's not here, so uh, it's fine. <laughs> dipshit being Goron. Yeah, that fucker, yeah. Who's I refuse off? to say his name, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. No free press. <laughs> I'll say his name. Who is he, Voldemort? Screw that guy. <laughs> no plugs for dipshit. How about that? <laughs> and next to uh, him on the couch, the man who keeps the nerd and talk nerdy to me, Commander Scott is here. Thank you. I do my best. We appreciate that. And you nerd out like a motherfucker. I do. I God do. damn. You give me, you give me full on nerd. <laughs> Women just leave within a ten mile radius. It's bad. <laughs> Everyone's vagina just dried up. It's like the Sahara Desert over here. People in bars six miles over, are like, what the fuck just happened? Nobody's <laughs> getting laid tonight, boys. Uh, so listen to this quietly is what we're saying. Uh, if there's any females around. Uh, with that being said, we're going to kick it in because we got several topics to cover today. Um, and there's actually a lot of stuff we're not going to talk about yet, but it's been a busy week for, for nerdy news. Uh, so first and foremost, we're going to talk about the thing I think we have the least to say about because we know the least about it. And that is uh, Julian and I did a whole breakdown episode about the state of Star Wars and how that whole saga has come to an end. Love it, hate it, whatever. Uh, the Skywalker saga, as we know it, is 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 done. As far as Disney is concerned, it is wrapped up. So one of the big questions we had in that episode was, where do we want to see Star Wars go from there? And we both agreed what we wanted. Uh, one of the things we wanted to see from them was to get away from being tied down to any pre-established mythology, whether they go years into the future or years into the past, whatever, but free yourselves from being tied to the saga of this family and pre-existing characters. We don't care about this movie ends where movie you know B begins, that kind of thing. Give yourselves a blank slate. So this week we finally found out what Project Luminous is at Lucasfilm. This is the thing that they've been talking about for the better part of a year. 
and no one really knew what the hell it was. Uh, we now know Project Luminous is the next wave of Star Wars content, the next era of Star Wars will be Star Wars, The High Republic. It's kind of a shitty uh, name. I don't well, know, I, I like it. The High Republic. I am jiggy with it. The joke, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Let me write down that timestamp because that's going to be your quote when I write the new intro. <laughs> what was the, uh, the Men in Black song? It wasn't jiggy with it. What was that one? Nod your head from the second one. <laughs> No, if we're going to nod our head, you're going to put your hand on your head like a shark's fan. We're going to do that, that was Deep Blue Sea with that LL Cool J. Yeah. That's going to be our outro now. I'm going to cut that <laughs> in. Uh, if you haven't been listening to the full episode, I have cut in some random song clip uh, that has something to do with the episode every week. Uh, go back and tell them what they are. They're fun. Um, so, yeah. The name, the jokes write themselves. Is, oh, is Cheech and Chong going to be Jedi now? And, oh, wow. Oh, is it, yeah, the, yeah, the High Republic. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of those I, jokes. I've watched that movie. <laughs> Your bar for watching is kind of low, though. <laughs> I will watch anything except for The Martian. But that's, we'll some, get to that's, that. that's something for a different We'll time. get to that. That's your trigger word. We don't bring that up lightly. <laughs> so, the, the, other than maybe a not so great name, uh, I mean, it, I'll say this it's not the most creative name. Uh, but no. it, it feels like they really didn't want to call it the Old Republic, so they had to figure just something else out. Well,. I mean, you've got you've got the age of the empire. You've got the age of rebellion. You've got age of resistance. Age of whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. You've got yeah. damn mm-hmm. piece yeah. of shit. Anyway, you know, uh, age of high empire doesn't really roll off the tongue. I admit, but the high empire I, or not high empire, fuck. High, Republic. high Republic. We got gotcha. you. Shit, you know. I, so this is set two hundred years before the prequels start. Um, not far enough. Yeah, it, yeah I, I believe Old Republic was further back than that, as uh, far as I know. As far as I know, I think there was a thousand years yeah. before. So, because Bane, Bane was a. Yeah, the Bane trilogy is a thousand years or two thousand. A long ass time. It might be two thousand years before New Hope. So, this is a long time, but not a long, long time, which is not to be confused with a long, 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 long time, which we haven't got to yet. So if they do, so fucking if, long time. So when they do make when they do make a movie in in this era, it'll say long, long, long. Yeah, is the caller going to start ago. with an, a long, long, long? Time a ago. very, long, <laughs> very long time ago. Uh, so two hundred years before the the prequel start. So like we said in that previous episode, I'm excited about this because we are completely detached from Vader and any of that stuff we've seen. This does not have to sync up to any other project. Uh, any other film or, or, or whatever. It's just, this is the new era we're set in. Uh, it's going to be, the, the first wave hits in August and there will be five novels and, or excuse me, three novels, two comic book series. I think one of those novels is like a, a young adult novel. I, I thought it was two young adults and one novel novel. That's okay. What, that's, that's, that's what I thought whenever It's I three novels three and novels, two comics. Yes. Well, regardless. One of those is a younger range, yeah. Yoda is going to be in all of them. <laughs> I, well, I'm not surprised if we'll see him at some point because he he would be alive at that. He point. would yep. be. He'd be around what, like six fifty somewhere mm-hmm. over there. And uh, when I was doing a spry, a, six well, fifty. Well, he's thing. in his prime. That's, that's <laughs> the thing, though. You know, if if you do a search on High Republic uh, concept art, there's a really nice image that uh, f- what I was being told by my Google search was from High Republic mm-hmm. was a young Yoda. But he looked too young. It's going to happen at some point during this. I don't know how long the High Republic will be a thing. Uh, they definitely they didn't mention anything about movies or TV shows or video games. But I imagine if this first wave goes well and people, you know, fans are receptive to it, we'll see more stuff in this era. Um, 
So like I said, we don't know a whole lot, but the, the general pitch is what got me super on board, which is uh, they took the line uh, from Obi-Wan Kenobi in uh, New Hope, where he talks about, for a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice throughout the galaxy. And they said, that sounds awesome, but we've never really seen that. So that's what the whole focus of this is. The Jedi Knights in this time period are essentially the Knights of the Round Table. That is what they're up to. It's, it's a time where the galaxy is still branching out and we're still exploring new worlds and, and it's still kind of more of a frontier. So they're part knights, part like Texas Rangers kind yeah, of. Yeah, I like that in the trailer yeah. that they, you know, they, they do the <laughs> Texas Rangers kind of. Uh, and they, they come up against a, not necessarily a race, but a group of people called the Nihil, which are described as, and I know this perked up Julian because it got me to, Space Vikings. Mm. Take my money, Lucasfilm. Mm. <laughs> if at some point I get a lightsaber axe, just take my money. <laughs> you had me at uh, Vampire Vikings in Castlevania. Yeah. That was cool as fuck for like three episodes. Yeah, um, all about fucking and riding in boats. That was, that's my life. That's my thing. I don't really boats. Maybe motorcycles. That's probably a little better <laughs> metaphor for me. But uh, anything with Viking mythology. Like we're huge fans <laughs> of Thor. We've all got Thor tattoos. Uh, yes, space axe. Space nunchucks, or lightsaber nunchucks, anything yeah. uh, with a badass nomadic tribe that goes around raping, pillaging, and setting so, fire to everything. So our bad guy or not, and then in one of the snippets I read said that uh, this group was designed, because they brought in uh, concept artists, like this was a movie, to flesh out what do the characters look like, what does the world look like, all that kind of stuff. And one of the snippets uh, that I came across said they were designed specifically to not resemble the Empire or the First Order in any way. And that's good. Yeah. But as long as it's not a, a, a damn rehash of the Yuuzhan Vong from the old EU. Because I fucking hated the Yuuzhan Vong. Please expand uh, on that. So, yeah, Spell you, that. I don't think I can. The Yuuzhan Vong. Why you... The Yuuzhan Vong were a... a invasive race from outside the galaxy and i hate that okay i mean you, your setting is a galaxy if you can't fit enough story in a galaxy that you have to bring shit in from outside then you're doing something wrong there's um, multiple galaxies come there on there are and there's enough in that one that you don't have to bring shit from anywhere else <laughs> it's like genders there's you know? more than a thousand okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and they had this bioorganic technology stuff and I just, I, it did not fit with star wars uh it it, it was just very contrast of, of, of what we'd seen with Star Wars. I didn't, I didn't care for the characters and the, the race. So as long as they're not trying to rehash right. that, and, and, and these these space Vikings are from inside the galaxy, and they use you know the technology and stuff. From what we've yeah. seen so far, ground it's very little at this point, but it looks like they're essentially scavengers and pillagers. Uh, they, they're, what we've seen, they're, they're all different races, with like junk together technology, they reminded me a lot of uh, the, the 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 pseudo bad guys in Solo. Um, what the hell are they called? Oh, uh, the uh, Conjure Club and no, no, uh, the other Club. ones. The ones that turned out to be the good guys. Conjure oh, Club. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Think of a whole different movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the rebellion that isn't the rebellion in Solo. Exactly. Yeah. The whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, let's just whoever the they are. Let's just throw Warwick Davies in there. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. <laughs> Yeah. But that's that's what the concept okay. kind okay. of reminded yeah, me yeah. of a little bit was was those. What, what are they called? Infus <laughs> uh, Infus Nest. Infus Nest, Nest was yeah. the leader. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the, the leader. I thought that was the group. So. Yeah. 
criminally underrated movie. I watched it again yeah, the other I love day. Solo. Solo as soon as I great. bought my new big ass TV, that was the first thing I watched was Solo. I watched it again. It's a good one to watch. And it was fantastic. Solo, that's good. Um, I, I pulled the you know the trailer that they did for, for yes. this. Um, so I paused it and I took a screenshot of the writers, the whiteboard. Because I was really curious what they had. And there's three things on this whiteboard that really intrigued me. Okay. Of, of Star Wars Wishes. If you actually stop and look at it. Um, there's a bunch of stuff on here. One is Relic Hunters. Okay. Oh, that'd be I cool. I don't know what relics they're hunting. I don't know if it's Jedi Holocrons. hunting. Well, I don't know if it's Jedi hunting Sith relics. Sith hunting Jedi relics. I don't think we'll see the Somebody. Sith in this much. At least not at first. Because they they're, they're, seem to make... Uh, they seem to be making a really big uh, uh, concentrated effort to avoid repeating things we've already done. So we're not going to well, see anything like the Empire. Well, it's, it's, it's not in my top three, but one of them here is Sith Empire. <laughs> it's right here under Star Wars Wishes. For the so take everything I said, <laughs> throw it right the fuck out the window. Yep, jam it right up there. Yeah, it shows what I know. One is dinosaurs. They, they, they want to see dinosaurs. I, I, I don't like that. Well, I'm not when we, when we first met Boba Fett, he was riding a giant lizard. And what are dinosaurs if not giant lizards? So, you know, there we go. They're birds. They're actually covered in feathers. So. <laughs> Shut up, Alan Grant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other one, that, that, there was three out here that intrigued me. One was that one. The other one was Rival Houses. I don't know if they're talking about crime lords uh-huh. or Rival Houses of Jedi. We don't like know the how Hutt it's organized. And I said that, that could be Fets. Yeah, uh, that could be Huts. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And the last one that, that intrigued me was uh, Splinter Group Force Users. Okay. So so we're going back to the little kids using the Force to sweep up shit in stalls? <laughs> That's what we're going to be doing? Maybe. Yes. Okay. yes. Force User Sweatshops. <laughs> well. <laughs> Make them some sneakers, bitch. <laughs> in the old EU, and this is yet to be confirmed or denied in the current uh, expand stuff, but there was a whole core of Jedi that were... Force sensitive, but they did not pass the Jedi trials, mm-hmm. so they didn't become full Jedi, but they were still force sensitive. I forget what it was called. It was not the Jedi Corps, but it was something like that. But basically, they were sent out to like be doctors and scientists and explorers. Uh, huh. It was it was like a service corps of uh, the oh, Jedi. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they did a they did a uh, quite a bit on that in the uh, the D twenty role playing game. Okay, uh, for those I don't remember what they called it either, but yeah. So yeah, maybe give me something to do with that because there's again lots of stuff about the history of the Jedi that we don't really know for sure, or stuff that may have been EU but we haven't really like gotten back around to working it in yet. Uh, I see a lot of people bitching about uh, why are we doing all this? The old Republic already did this. We're rehashing you know, the same shit. And I look at it like this: even though this may be comics and novels, it's essentially the same thing you see happening with superhero movies. We've got the comic books as a source, and there's decades of stories in those comics. We're going to cherry pick from that. We're going to add our own stuff. So just because something happened in the comic doesn't necessarily mean that's what's going to be in the movie. That's how I'm looking at the new Disney expanded universes. Mm -hmm. We might be repeating some of the things that happened in the old EU, and in fact we already have, um, in the movies and stuff. But we're making making our own... uh, new mythology and it may repeat some things it may bring in some old characters yep. uh, but it's all going to be under a new banner so that's how I'm choosing to look at it yeah. Grey Jedi and oh, fuck those assholes I, <laughs> I, like the, I like the Grey Jedi you what? I like the Grey Jedi but no um, as far as the novels go mm-hmm. uh, this new novel which I'm, I'm looking forward to um, the first new novel the first new novel that I did not write the, the uh, Light of the Jedi Light of the Jedi yeah I'm looking forward to it for one thing hopefully there's no goddamn flashbacks in it Fingers crossed. Because there should be nothing to flash back to. 
Ghost Scott. I know you. I just go on the rant. I don't just know. Do I just. I don't. I don't like since the Disney has taken over and we've gotten all these new, uh, these new expanded universe novels and stuff, which they're good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah, I love the fact that we're getting new stuff. But it's like every Star Wars author since this has happened has had to take, you know, their thing and this is our story. But now I'm going to flash back to an earlier part of the, you know, I'm set in, you know, in the time of the rebellion. But now I'm going to flash back to prequel era and I'm going to show an, uh, an analogy and allegory of what's going on with my thing by showing this earlier stuff. And it really got so bad with um, um, the, the solo tie-in novel. Because you've got Solo, uh, the, the the standard story, which takes place something like uh, like weeks before the Solo movie mm-hmm. is when it takes place. But then you flash back to uh, an earlier time in Han's life, you know, to, to tie in stuff there. And then when you get to the um, um, the the Lando parts of that story, it flashes back to an even further time period. So you're reading in a flashback, an interlaced flashback story of like three different time periods and I almost had to write down like, like a timeline the timeline of when everything's <laughs> happening to keep track of this novel as I was going through it and yeah, it's getting annoying I enjoyed Master and Apprentice but there are lots of flashbacks there are flashbacks from multiple characters uh, Qui-Gon has flashbacks Obi-Wan has flashbacks uh, yeah it's the, and, and for that novel that story uh, it, I was okay with it it made sense a bit I don't remember there being a lot of flashbacks in Whatever the Rebels novel was, no, there wasn't, okay. and that was one thing. One of the reasons why I love that novel. It's I a great it's novel. Yeah, uh, Rebel Dawn or Dawn of the something. Or I could go look, but the bookshelf is so far away. It is, uh, but no, that yeah, it's the story of how Kanan meets Hera and how like the, that group kind of gets started. Great novel. It is a good novel. It's great. Yeah, but uh, yes, okay. Uh, Xne on the backstories uh, or the uh, the flashbacks, guys. That's uh, the pump the brakes. Yeah. You don't, you Especially don't when you're building up a whole new era and essentially exactly. creating a whole new universe, like we don't need to flash back to anything because you're st- this is all new territory. Yeah, there's nothing to there's flash sh- back to. Exactly, just show us. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. fucking do it. You don't have to tie in 15 different eras to to, to create a good story. Just just give but, us uh, a story. I'm excited. I hope this goes well. I hope they expand this to like another another phase, uh, another wave, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it reminds me a bit of. Um, and I'm blanking. Uh, not Era of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire, back in the 90s, which was the big multimedia, like, we're not, we can't make a Star Wars movie, but we can make this thing that's in books and novels and a video game. And like, yeah, Shadows yeah. of the Empire is beautiful. Yeah. It's, it reminds me of that, and I hope it's I hope it's as good as that, because I loved Shadows of the Empire as a kid. So, everybody good on The High Republic? It's also giving me lots of awesome new cosplay ideas, which I know Whitney is really excited about. Uh, and we're seeing uh, even more new types of lightsabers, which I'm even more that excited for. Because they're... Now, I know you hate the Kylo Ren energy crossbar cross saber. The energy crossbar, yes. yeah, yeah. But the, So in this, we see images of a saber with a crossbar, but the crossbar is just a metal just crossbar. Just a metal crossbar. There's no energy, which, which I can get behind that a little more than the energy crossbar. Because the energy crossbar makes no sense to me. If two lightsabers clash uh-huh. and your opponent slides down that blade all he's going to do is just hatch straight through and you're just going to give him a perch for his blade to slice into your hilt it's not like he's going to bounce off and go into the blade which is sticking out two inches you know the cross guard makes no sense for, for that style of combat it does it, it makes it no goddamn sense it fucking looks cool man <laughs> that's all that matters but for those of you keeping track at home that is star wars rant number two from scott today <laughs> 
It looks fucking cool. That's it, all. Yeah, that's it. I, yeah. I that's how I live my life, Scott. It does it does, look cool? It does look fucking cool. <laughs> I give you that. All right, then we are going to move on to our setting and topic today. Uh, we're excited for the High Republic, and hopefully, it's cool. And as more is told to us, we'll tell you what we think about it because that's how this show works. Uh, this past weekend week was New York Toy Fair 2020, and holy shit, there was a lot of stuff to look at. Uh, just a ton of shit. So we're going to break down some of our favorite things, not necessarily the best and worst of, but just things that caught our attention. Uh, I know Scott has got a lot more to do than I do. I kind of limited mine. Uh, toy Fair is toys in general. There's a lot of action figures. I'm not a huge action figure guy, so I've got my list very narrowed down to, because what I like to collect are... Uh, what they call role-playing toys, which is like props and replicas and things like that. Uh, so that's what I limited mine to, is, is not necessarily what looks cool, because we'd be here all day, uh, <laughs> but what looks cool and what am I probably going to buy. That's fair. Scott, I know, cast a much wider net. So I'll let yeah, you start yeah, us yeah, off, yeah. Commander Cock. What were some well, of your favorites? Actually, you know what? Before we get started, okay. actually toys and stuff, that's okay. toy fair. But before yes. we start toys, uh, one thing that did catch my eye, because we're going to hark back to Star Wars here. Is uh, did did you see the uh, what do I got here? The, the Force FX uh, Dark Revenge. No, we're not. No, 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 no. We're shishing. He's got dibs. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, you can't. Well, okay, well, what about this one right here? The last one on that right, right there. I didn't see that one. You didn't see that we'll one. We'll get back to that one in a minute. Okay, so I'm going to shush on that one too. Uh, yeah, bring no. that one up. Yeah, I just fix did, it in post. I just it's did fun. something. <laughs> do they do they show pictures of that thing? Of that? Thing? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I, no, no, the first thing or the second thing. The first thing, yes. Cause the I first thing they the, seen, but yes. the second thing also, yes. All right, fuck it. The first thing we're talking about is, <laughs> instead of you guys listening at home, listening to us talk about a thing we're not talking about, uh, the Star Wars Black Series is doing a Force Effects lightsaber of Darth Revan's lightsaber, which excites me for multiple reasons. One, I dislike lightsabers. Uh, two, it's the first time we've seen a color-changing lightsaber in the Force mm-hmm. Effects line. And most importantly for me, it's the first time we've ever seen a lightsaber from someone not from a movie. This is the first ever expanded universe character to get their own Force Effects lightsaber. I hope it sells well and there's more because I need Kanan Jarrus' lightsaber. That is a nice lightsaber. Wait, yeah, Darth Revan was what? KOTOR? Yes. Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump. It's okay. No, that's I mean, fine. I do it all the time. It's like, <laughs> like son of a bitch. Works. You stole my pick. It's not the pick. It's just stuff to uh, about. It gets me really excited. I don't know if I necessarily will buy that one. Uh, it does. It is cool that it changes. The blade actually has three different color modes. There's the purple, the red, and then there's a purple with like a yellow tip. Uh, because Revan flip-flopped throughout his the character arc of he was a Jedi, and then he became evil, and then he went being back to a good guy. So the saber changes colors to reflect that. Depending on how you play, you went yeah. back to Sith again. Exactly. Uh, yeah, no, that looked awesome. Very excited for that. It, it did. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump again. On that. It's just it, we just we just came off the of Star Wars. And it's it was, all good. I thought it was a good transition. It's all good. So, uh, but you didn't see the dark saber. I did you, not. You, uh, I missed that somehow. Yeah, uh, Hasbro. It's a. It, of course, it's uh It's it's like the younger kid version, you know, toy type. Ah, I already uh, got that shit on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I need a full size black not a, series no, dark saber no, no, not that, not for that. less than nine hundred dollars, preferably. This, this is this is probably going to be like a. What is it? The ten to fifteen dollar price point, like the electronic uh, uh, toy ones. Yeah, yeah. Like the Finn lightsaber like that the I bought. Finn, exactly. Did I ever? Yes. I have a present for you later. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, but so yeah, that was good. 
so continuing with this, yes. my, my next, uh, I went to Diamond Select, because uh, did you see that Diamond Select put out, uh, of course they have a lot of statues and busts, and everything. Mm-hmm. Like they, mm-hmm. they have a Rocketeer statue and busts. Did you see those? No. <laughs> but I got it, looked awesome. Yeah. I mean, because the Rocketeer, he's... Of course, you know, he's in that he's in he's in that uh, that Griffin Observatory stance right before takeoff <gasps> doing with the salute the, with the flag. He's not doing no, the salute with the, with the C ninety six. No, no, he's, no. he's got the C ninety six. He's not doing the salute. It's actually because the, the the rocket pack is engaging, and that's it's it's like right before liftoff, and it's yeah, it's kick ass cool. <laughs> it's awesome. I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't. Need it. That's not. In fact, uh, I, I zoomed in on a little awesome. placard, and uh-huh. it said this specifically for John Peacock. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, so nice now you have to. <laughs> I guess I have to. <laughs> I like that one. Diamond Select also had all, all kinds of other busts and, and or statues and busts. One, mm. they did have a full line of like um, Star Wars animated busts. Oh, uh, they had uh, a adult Ahsoka statue okay. from uh, Rebels, uh, Anakin and Obi Wan from Clone Wars, nice. uh, Maul from Rebels. Uh, and a nice it's crazy song. spider legs mall. Or? No, it's a bus. So okay. You know, oh, so we don't know. So yeah, whatever yeah. crazy legs you want to get. Uh, but but given the expression <laughs> on his face, it's it's two legged. Okay. Yeah, it's two legged. Had he so. shaved his horns back down again? He had. Okay. Yeah, they weren't the wild like witch fingers horns <laughs> yeah. that he has with the spider legs. <laughs> with the spider legs. So, but yeah, I, I, I didn't see price points on, on any of that. That's fair. They all look good. They look yeah. really cool. Um, so after that, I went down a rabbit hole for board games. That were introduced at uh, Toy Fair. I can't imagine you doing that at all, Scott. And there was a lot, actually. Okay, break uh, it down for us. Uh, but the, the, well, the ones that caught my attention, there's the nice expansion for War of the Ring uh, coming out. We should uh, play that again. We should. And actually finish a game this time. Yeah. You know, that would be nice. Uh, so basically, it's uh, it's the Kings of Middle-Earth. Uh, it'll have new figures Ooh. and rules that bring to life uh, Theoden, Denethor, uh, uh, Dane, Brand, and Thranduil. So, Point of contention. That. Uh, what was the second name you mentioned? Denethor. Yeah, Denethor was not a king. Denethor was not a king. That's true. He was the steward of Gondor. Just you saying. Are, you are true. Get but, your shit together. Well, you know. <laughs> it's okay. There's one here you're really going to love. I'm saving it for last. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just one on your list? Because they've all of... sounded terrible to me so far. <laughs> um, they've got a Back to the Future dice, dice through time game. Looked very huh. interesting. Okay. So, yeah, it, it, it's a dice throwing game. Uh, touches on events from all three movies. And apparently... Each player is trying to reset the timeline after Biff, 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 Biff causes more temporal damage than usual. You have to excel your eight-passenger DeLorean to 88 <laughs> miles per hour and bump Biff in the original DeLorean. Yeah. And if you ever went to Universal, you're laughing right now. I did not, but I did see video that's of the, it. That's so. the plot of the ride of Back to the Future the Ride. <laughs> uh, the other one that I saw that I really liked was Betrayal at Mystery Mansion. Is that related to Betrayal of House on a High it Hill? It is. It is. I know it's not your favorite game, and I don't know why, because it's like right up your alley. That game drew first blood, not just, me. Just because okay. the, the game I was draws having, first blood with everybody. I was having a good old time the first round of that game, and then it just took a dump on me. So, I don't know if, I don't know if you know that game or not, Betrayal of no, no House on a Hill. It's a, it's a tile-laying game where you you uh, you play a group of strangers, and, and you all show up at a dark, spooky mansion on a you know, rainy night, and you explore the mansion. So it's Clue? No, so no, you know, it does. It Don't does start a goddamn clue. It is a really cool mechanic. So you're exploring the house. So you literally are creating the board as you play the game. Because as you explore, you lay down tiles to make the house, and you're trying to solve some kind of mystery or something, aren't you? Well, the thing is, as you as you go through the house, tiles will make you draw cards. You'll have okay. omens, and at some point uh, at the, in the game, 
the haunt will be triggered. And it can be one of 50 different haunts. So it can be one of 50 different stories. You don't know which one you're going to trigger going in. Um, uh, one of like 80 or 90 if you have the expansion. Um, and um, once that happens, it's revealed that in most cases, there's some exceptions, but in most cases, one of the players is a traitor. And they will go in the other room and they will read their what their end goal is now and everybody else at the table and they will read what their end goal is now. And it comes back and it's no longer cooperative, it's now adversarial. Mm. And it's just a really great game. So this was Betrayal at Mystery Mansion. Okay. Yeah, so uh, let's see here. I'm reading from the, the actual description here. Uh, House of the Hill is one of the, the great all-time tabletop horror games and it is for players to score for the Spooky Mansion. We covered all this. The latest reimagining of that game is Betrayal at Mystery Mansion, which gives it a Scooby-Doo makeover. <laughs> yes, I am all in on this. So you're playing the Mystery Machine crew? Yes, you are. While also making it a bit more family-friendly, both less scary and easier to play, many of the missions are based on actual Scooby-Doo, ep- Scooby-Doo episodes. But, sadly, no Harlem Globetrotters. Sorry. Expected in May, $35 price point. Looks really good. Uh, another one that I saw that I like, and that's only because I've already backed it on Kickstarter, is Return to Dark Tower. <laughs> uh, that's that, that's a good one. Right? They debuted it there, but that's here nice. there. The biggest one though that I saw, mm-hmm. and it kind of this, this is what drew me down this rabbit hole. Okay. In fact, I spent like twenty minutes trying to confirm what this was because I got really confused. The thing from Pendragon Studios. What? Yep. <laughs> The Thing is a game that mixes different mechanics to create an experience that is faithful as possible to the original film. It is a hidden role game. This is not the current version of the game. This is an entirely new game from an entirely new studio that will be hitting Kickstarter sometime this year. Um, The purpose of The Thing is to infect others to prevent survivors from escaping the base. And there are three different ways that the, uh, The Thing can do that. And or try to escape with them by behaving as a human. On the map, there will be the same rooms as seen in the film, and each of these rooms will perform a different action. Human players will have to feed themselves to keep the uh, feed themselves keep the boiler and generator on to avoid being cold and in the dark. Um, the thing will try to sabotage these places, making it difficult for humans, or not uh, trying to camouflage itself among the humans and infect them. When the perfect opportunity presents itself. So yes, this is a completely new game based on the movie. Now, it's an original movie, so I assume they mean the thing from another world, so it's all going to be black and white, and it's going to be a giant walking vegetable? No, 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 no. The the, the artwork that they had for the presentation was that uh, the, the, the John Carpenter backlit light shooting okay. scene thing. Well, this Carpenter stole that from the original, too, so... Oh, uh, yeah. It's based off the Carpenter film. Okay. Yeah. But it is not. All right, fine. It is not the. It's not the, it's one not the Mondo Games it's one. It's not the Mondo huh. Games one. Okay, it's an interesting. All new one. So like, does that? Do we? Is Mondo Games kaput? I don't know about the company, but that game is completely out of print. I know that, yeah. and they, their Jurassic Park game never got no, off the ground. Apparently, I I don't think it's coming. I think Mondo Games is gone. <sighs> Moment of silence for Mondo Games. All That's right, enough. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I saw that. Like I said, I, I spent wow, okay, twenty yeah. minutes trying to verify that this was a new because I believe what we had. I believe Chris, uh, uh, Captain Chris, has another version based on the novel called um, "Who Goes There." Who goes there? Yes, so the traitor, is... Captain Chris. Yes. Okay. Uh, so this would be the third game based on the same property. 
Well, essentially, essentially based off, yeah, I guess you could call it that. I still need to get uh, so the. All the movies are based on a short story, and they just, like, a couple years ago, discovered the full manuscript of the short story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was originally written as a novel. Mm-hmm. So that novel is now in publication uh, as is the full novelized version. It's called Frozen Hell. Mm-hmm. I need to get that and read it, because I'm curious. It's already been optioned by Universal for a new movie. Ah. Wow. Because why waste time? Yeah. <laughs> but in, in answer to your question, actually, this is the fourth game based off of this property. Apparently, based off of the, the Carpenter movie as well there was a card game at one point okay yeah i don't know i forget the year that it came out but it's it's been several and there's a bit trouble little china board game so where is our escape from insert city here game (laughs) to complete the trifecta (laughs) of kurt russell board games it'll be uh what's the santa claus movie (laughs) escape from the north pole escape yeah (laughs) (laughs) escape from the creepy cgi elves that do the Fortnite dance? Yeah, I, I did not see that movie. So it was Christmas Chronicles is actually pretty Christmas good, Chronicles, other than that bullshit. That yeah, I mean it's Kurt Russell as yeah. El- as Elvis as, as Elvis as Santa, as Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis Santa Claus basically. No, I like the first one. It's yeah. Kurt Russell as Elvis as Santa Claus. <laughs> it gets a little trippy. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, that's my Toy Fair stuff. Okay. Anything spark your interest? Oh yeah. Anything? So uh, there's a few things. Okay. Um, obviously, we've got to. Uh, jump on that bandwagon and make all that Baby Yoda money. So oh, yeah. they're uh, oh, yeah. they're doing themed versions of Operation and Trouble. Oh god, I didn't which, see the Trouble when I saw the Operation. Yeah, Operation and Trouble, um, which is kind of interesting. Um, for some reason, there's more Halo stuff coming out. Like I didn't, I don't know what Halo Infinite is, um, but there's some rad new Nerf new, guns. I think that's the new game. I must I be. Could be wrong. But, yeah, those look badass. Yeah, the new Nerf blasters look fantastic. And uh, their pricing wasn't ridiculous, so I may end up picking up like fifty bucks. I, I may not end up picking that one up. The battle I mean, rifle. I'm getting ready to take a bunch of Nerf guns to Goodwill like tomorrow, <laughs> so <laughs> I need to replenish my stock that I'm getting rid of. Because nothing says you're an adult like getting rid of a thousand dollars worth of Nerf guns and then going to buy more. I'm getting rid of mine to give them to Grit so he can make the Slammer shooting gallery at some point. Okay, Mostly to get cool. them out of my house, but yeah. yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, other game-related stuff. Uh, so do you remember the old little handheld games that were based oh, yeah, on yeah, every yeah, property? The Tiger Electronics. Tiger Electronics yeah, yeah. making yeah. a comeback, yeah. It so uh, huh. the one that I had that it popped up was the Sonic 3 one. I remember that one. That one was fantastic. So I'm very so, excited about that. So I saw those, but I, I didn't delve into them because they, they weren't really you know my thing even back in the day. But So were they new titles that they're coming out with in the same handheld? Or are they they're just re-releases of like a retro the, series? the same yep. titles? Oh, okay. Classic LCD game systems releasing this fall. So the ones that it mentions, uh, Sonic 3, uh, The Little Mermaid, Transformers Generation 2, and then X-Men Project X. Hmm. And they're all up for pre-order at GameStop. There you go. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, there's... A billion new pops coming. Yeah. Um, the ones that really uh, caught my interest were Stripes, because I have to have anything okay. Bill Murray. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. Where's the Winnebago? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's some new One Punch Band, but they're kind of lame. It's like, um, what's his nuts in a hoodie, and then you got Moomin Rider, and then the one chick, like, um, what's she, like, Green Tornado or whatever? Never seen One Punch Band. Oh, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. You should check it out. I love it. Um, what was the other one? Marvel Zombies looks pretty cool. Okay. I probably won't buy any of those, though. Uh, and then I think we talked about the ones before, like Slayer's got some coming out and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So that was about it. I don't know if you'll get into all the Ghostbusters. I'm, I'm super Wars excited stuff. that they're doing uh, Stripes uh, for no other reason than another Harold Ramis pop. Uh, yeah. But the, th- the three they've shown are, are Harold, Bill, 
and the covered in mud uh, oh, John Candy, Candy yeah, but um, not in as like why isn't that a movie moment scene with the ring and the two bikini chicks? Come on, fair. now. come you on. You gotta have Punk the two Co. chicks. You gotta have the Winnebago, and then you gotta have um, uh, what? It's not John Lithgow. It's the other oh. John from Night Court. What's his name? Uh, Larry Cat. John Larry Cat. Yeah. 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 Uh, God, I wish I was a loofah. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of his more underrated roles. Yeah, and I, I want my Harold Ramis going crazy with the, uh, was it the Uzi he's got in <laughs> yeah, that movie? Yeah, yeah. I just uh, want him playing force field with the hot chick. We want to be like on Green Beret Monthly or whatever. Yeah. Oop, I lost. I'm bad at this game. Uh, yeah, I'm all for anything that supports more Harold Ramis merchandise. But they're probably saving the movie moments portion for that movie for when uh, Bill Murray and what's his name are in, or what's her name are in the, uh, the, the, the chest. Trunk. The trunk at the end of the bed well yeah. that was interesting <laughs> that, was, that was different the only other one that I'm super excited about uh, Smokey and the Bandit because you do get the that. Bandit in the Firebird yeah, so really that's going to be sweet you'd blast at me if you didn't yeah I don't buy uh, the ride, the pop rides very often but I will get that one that's, cla- that's, that's pretty iconic but do we get Snowman in the Ring with, with, with uh, not yet not yet that'll be phase yeah. two I'm sure I just want and Frog and uh, then you'll have to get uh, Smokey uh, what's, the, what's the dog's name uh, Fred Fred yeah but We're not uh, Sheriff Buford T. Justice? No, he'll be... That's what I'm saying. Phase yeah, okay. two. Yeah. You had to have Buford T. Justice. You, you was he calling you, uh, I'm going to go home and punch your mama in the mouth? <laughs> <laughs> no way you can come, come from, from my, my loins. loins. <laughs> 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 uh, then you could do Smoking the Bandit 2 with like the weird gay brothers who dress like Colonel Sanders. No, they're in the first one too. I know, but the yeah. second one, it's more about them because they're aren't they getting clam chowder in the second one? No, no, no. That's the end of the first one. In the that's se- right. In the second one, it's about that damn uh, uh, the elephant for the Republican National Convention. That's right. Is, is what they're trying to get. And, and then what? Stuff. The third one was just Snowman. You know, Smokey is what, the bandit. <laughs> once, once again, I like the third one. I I will watch it. I enjoy it. Uh, I, I just like it. I mean, you, you know, just like Jerry Reed, don't you? I do. I love Jerry Reed, man. <laughs> Amos Moses, it's a fantastic song. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, cool things come from pop vinyl. Uh, and all the stuff we talked about at some point will become a pop because that's how they work. I got to quit buying, man. Like, I tried to limit my properties. I was down to just, like, Star Wars and Game of Thrones. Now the Game of Thrones is gone. That's fine. It's kind of Rick and Morty and Star Wars now. And then I looked on my, a thing on Pop, uh, pop in a Box US, and there's just a million random things. Because Rick and Morty, they in one episode, they had 4,000 characters. Yeah. So. Well, of course, anything Kurt Russell. Anything Kurt Russell, absolutely. Goes without saying. I'm really waiting for my Padawan, Obi-Wan Kenobi, so I can finish my lineup of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I've only got two pop vinyls. I've got Bob Ross, because I needed it for the Bob Ross board game. Right. Um, and then because it popped up in my feed when I was ordering the Bob Ross, I got the Deadpool Bob Ross. You know, <laughs> because uh, why not? Because why not? Those are the only two that I own. Although, uh, what's it? there's a new Lady Deadpool that's kind of cool. And Gwen, I think I've got a Gwenpool. Uh, well, there's there's actually one. There's a two pack coming out for uh, GameStop that I saw that I'm I'm probably gonna buy. It's uh, Driss Duarden and Guinevere or Guinevere, however you want to pronounce it, from uh, um, R.S. Salvatore's uh, Dungeons and Dragons novel series. That's right. Yeah, they started to do Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, now. yeah. The, the the Driss series. Yeah, Driss looked really cool. Guinevere looked good too. But they're also doing a whole line for the. Um... Uh, the Avengers video game. I can't remember the name of the company making that now, but all the Avengers from that are getting pops. So. Yeah, it's just like the Avengers game. Is I'll, what I'll be buying it. Thor again. Yeah. yeah, Thor looked cool, but I had no idea what it was. He's a glow in the Black, dark. Yeah, yeah, and then Black Widow has like a Cyclops visor or something. It's yeah, weird. It's weird. I didn't really understand it. Techie so. stuff on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but their crossbows looked awesome. They're uh, they've got a really cool uh, Taskmaster as well. Because I was I all, see I, that one. yeah. Because I'm I haven't even played the game, and I'll probably get Taskmaster. And I'll probably get Thor. Sounds good. Uh, so, like I said, I focused on because the thing I like is props, and that with me usually means a weapon of some sort. Uh, so, NECA, in addition to all the amazing figures they've got coming out, has a whole line of Batman props. Uh, they're billing them as replicas. I don't think they're going to be quite replica. Uh, but they've got, uh, from the animated series, uh, Mr. Freeze's freeze gun and goggles. They've got uh, the Harley Quinn uh, pop gun. And the one that caught my crunch attention is the uh, they've got Batman's grapple launcher from oh, that. Does it uh, function? No. They're, stat- they're all static props, but they're, they're done in like a cel-shaded uh, paint scheme. Cool. So they look straight out of the cartoon, yeah. which is kind of weird and kind of trippy. Uh, especially when, <laughs> when you're looking at like rounded edges done uh-huh. as if it's 2D animation. Uh, but it was interesting. Wow. Um, I'm going to get to the stuff I'm least excited about for first. Uh, they're also doing some random stuff. They've got the Nightwing Escrima sticks from uh, the Arkham games. Mm-hmm. They've got uh, uh, Batman Beyond Batarang, which looks cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what mostly grabbed my attention was there's a line from the greatest Batman movie ever made, the 1989 Michael Keaton Batman. We're getting replicas of the... Uh, Zipline Launcher, uh-huh. uh, the Standard Batarang, and the one I'm absolutely getting, the Grapple Gun. Well, I mean, I'll just go ahead and disagree with you that Val Kilmer's Batman was better than Keaton's. So. It's, it's fine. I'm just saying. Uh, we really? all know Keaton yeah. is Batman. So. Batman Forever, yeah. I mean, I like Batman Forever, and I love uh, Kilmer's Bruce Wayne, because mm-hmm. he's actually a playboy and stuff, and not this brooding rich kid that Michael Keaton had. Weirdo yeah. guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, which, which I love Michael Keaton, don't get me wrong, but I have to go with Michael Keaton and Batman, though. I, think, uh, I mean, love, you're wrong love, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> love Kilmer is Bruce Wayne. Just yeah. You know, well, once he's in the suit, uh, didn't care. I'm high. The, I'm uh, the grapple gun from Keaton is always been one of my favorite designs, and it's always been the one Batman proper really wanted. Simply because, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the first time Batman ever used a grapple gun. Up till that point, even in the comics, it was still hooking lines to batarangs yeah. and throwing them. Yeah, yeah until yeah, the '89 yeah. movie, yeah. and then everything after the '89 movie. What's the one was, thing was, Batman always has? Always had the grapple, grapple gun. Exactly. It did introduce the grapple gun. Uh, so I can't wait to get my hands on that. I'll probably yeah. buy the batarang too. And which, if if they're gonna do a whole line of Batman grapple launchers, I might pick up the animated one too. Which which leads to the to the great the great uh, interaction. You know, how much do you weigh? What? <laughs> About 105. <laughs> yeah. A little more than 105. <laughs> yeah, a little more than 105. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that got me. Uh, I was just looking through videos and stuff today, and in the background of an interview, someone was talking to somebody, and I just saw this shelf behind it. I'm like, that's a Batman grapple gun. Who's making that? So I went on this rabbit hole trying to find yeah, out what, hole, what, yeah. what the hell was that. Well, at least uh, now we know where he gets those wonderful toys. NECA. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, they all look like static props. There's no lights that are functioning in them, so I'm assuming the cost won't be outrageously expensive. Uh, but we'll find out. Uh, and then my last thing, I know Julian's on me. It's just, uh, the best drunk buy he'll have all year. Uh, Maybe. <clears throat> Still a long year. <clears throat> Ghostbusters is finally getting some love in the toy market again. Uh, Hasbro, which now owns the Ghostbuster uh, toy rights, <clears throat> has a whole, like three lines of Ghostbuster stuff coming out. There's the six-inch figures that are done in the like Marvel uh, um, Legends style. Um, highly articulated, uh, really good face sculpts, lots of accessories. I 
don't know if I'm going in for those because I still have a fuck ton of Maddie collector figures still sitting in the box doing nothing but collecting dust. Uh, so as good as those look, they're doing all four Ghostbusters along with um, Dana and Zool and the Build-A-Figure is the Terror Dog. So not, not a bad line. If you don't already own Ghostbuster figures, go in for it. There's also a whole line of stuff for younger kids um, that I might pick those up because I think they're on the same scale as the original Kenner ones, but they're in the movie style, so I might pick those up if they're not too expensive. They're doing a retro real Ghostbusters, uh, which I will definitely be getting. That's up for pre-order now on Walmart, I believe. Uh, it, literally, it's just recreations of the old 86 uh, real Ghostbusters. They're doing the four guys um stay puffed and slimer if the slimer packaging doesn't say green ghost on it i'm not buying it (laughs) i gotta draw my line somewhere uh but that looks awesome but the thing that grabbed my attention most uh was the plasma series which is essentially what they're calling like the star wars uh black series Mm -hmm. or the marvel Legends series Mm -hmm. Uh, is the Ghostbusters Plasma series, which essentially means more expensive and for grown-ups, mm-hmm. uh, for man-children. They're doing <laughs> a, a replica Spengler Neutrona wand. Yeah. Now, I own the Maddie Collector wand. It's a great piece. I love it. Uh, it's impossible to find now for less than like four or 500 bucks because we only ever made one run of them. I'm curious what exactly the difference between these two will be, but this one is modeled off of a specific prop from the movie. It's being billed as Spengler's wand, so I'm assuming at some point in the new film, they'll, you know, in addition to the beat-up old proton pack, there'll be a beat-up, slightly repaired Neutrona wand to go along with it. Well, I think in the trailer that we saw, if you look when uh, when she's when she discovers the secret room in the basement, mm-hmm. there's, there's a pack a, on a table. There's an eternal wand on the table too, there, okay. and, and I think it has that that tape, the grip tape, the, the grip tape in the back. Yeah, so it may be from from that one. I may be double dipping in a prop I already own with you know a brown painted foregrip and some grip tape on the back, and that's the only difference. Could be, I don't know, but I've already got mine pre-ordered. Uh, you can get a big bad toy store right now. Uh, pre-order now, pay later. Yeah, uh, like everybody was talking about it, making comments and shit, and I was I was literally drunk off my ass. Um, I sat in the hotel bar and just got hammered. I uh, was yelling at Navy guys, and it was just it was a good old time. Um, didn't get in a fight though, which was odd. But uh, you got distracted. Everybody, everybody started posting about it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And the, everybody was like, oh, it's new neutrino one and all this shit. I'm like. Fuck it. I'm just, <laughs> well, I bought it. I woke up the next morning like, what did I buy last night? I don't even fucking remember. And I still don't know what the fuck I bought. Well, you, your pack <laughs> that you're building, you need a wand for it, right? Yeah. So you're good to go now. Okay. There you go. Yeah, you are. It's the pack that I've been building for three years now. <laughs> Sorry. And you've like, still gotten further than some people we know. So It's fair. You still have more to show, more to show for it than some people we know. Uh, you we really just, need to finish that. You weren't just handed one like some people. Jason. <clears throat> <laughs> Who just leave it in your closet because you don't do conventions anymore. Dick. <clears throat> yeah. Jackass. Dick. They're also making a whole line of... I'm not good at calling people names. Why? I just don't do it. Did you think I was trying to like encourage it? Yes. You do do it, I but you have just, to get mad first. I'm literally awesome. just looking in your general direction. I feel like I focus more on really? John than I do you. I'm trying I, to share the, the gaze. Really? Because I, I kind of got a... Five, no, I would have been like, hey, fuck face. Are you say something? <laughs> Fair enough. They're also making a whole line of uh, role-play toys for kids, which always sounds bad when I say that out loud. Uh, but they're making 
uh, proton packs for kids, which it looks like what we wanted as kids, which is the blue Kenner pack, but actually modeled off of a movie pack. Mm-hmm. Um, they're selling the pack and the gun separately, which is weird, but they're still both like 15 bucks a piece, so whatever. Um, still cheaper than I think what the original Kenner was. Yeah. There's a uh, PKE meter modeled off the movie PKE meter, which yeah. I'm really curious that, to that get. That actually looks really good. It looks like it's scaled down a bit, but not a whole lot. Um, they're not making trap or goggles, though. Mm-hmm. At least not for Wave 1. I don't know if there's like a Wave 2 coming with some of that stuff in it. Uh, the fact that the goggles are featured somewhat prominently in the trailer, I thought the goggles would be a prop, but maybe not. Maybe that'll be the next Plasma series thing. I'm curious if they're going to come out with like a kid version of the side gun door for like Big Wheels or something. <laughs> Are Big Wheels even a thing anymore? Uh, they can be, sure. Okay. They still make Power Wheels, so... Yeah, yeah Power yeah, Wheels. There you go. With the side gun door. There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> That'd uh, be dope. Yeah, maybe the next Plasma series item will be the, <laughs> the um, uh, Polaroid Hecto goggles. That was nice. As long as they make the like the power wheels with the big mud tires for the Ecto, that would be fucking dope. I'm like the only one that loves that RC car. So you can off-road in your Ecto like in the trailer, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm I'm glad that uh, I'm glad the trailer came out after, you know, people we know don't have an Ecto vehicle anymore. Otherwise, ah. they would have most definitely tried off-roading in that, and that would not have gone well at all. You would have loved that, because the picture would have been, well, I rolled it today. <laughs> <laughs> That is very true. But we also saw, what else, like, we got a name for the fucking, that blue not-slimer character. Globber, or something like that, wasn't it? I didn't see this. I thought it was, like, there's, Chomper? There's a line of, I, I guess, like, little rubber ghosts that you squeeze, and they have, like, fake slime in them. Yeah. There was a Slimer, and one of them was the blue, uh, blue ghost with, like, multiple arms that looks to be the ghost we see glimpses of in the trailer. Yeah, the one they're chasing through town. Yeah. Uh, and it had a name on the packaging. I want to say it was something like Globber, but I might be wrong. I think he's looking it up. I'm not sure. He is now. I'm stalling for time. This is me stalling for time. No, I was looking at something else, but I'll look him up now. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> what do we think his name is? Globber? Something like that. I thought maybe I'm wrong. Globber. But yeah, tons of love coming for Ghostbusters, which I'm always happy to see. Um, I'm pacing myself. Like I said, I don't go in for action figures much. Uh, there's a shitload of Ninja Turtle stuff coming out. Mm. Uh, they've got multiple lines on that. They're doing a two-pack uh, from the the movie that is uh, Undercover Raph, where he has the trench coat and the hat, yeah. and he comes with Casey Jones from the first movie. They both look fantastic. They're doing Toka and Rezar from the second movie. Um, there's something else. Oh, their Predator, Alien and Predator line. They're doing a line of 40th anniversary figures from Alien, so we're getting some characters we haven't gotten action figures of before. I think we're getting uh, Ash and Yafit Koto's character, whose name I can't think of. Um, but most, to me, coolest thing, Predator line, they're making a, not necessarily a playset, but like a display that is the trophy room from Predator 2. So it has all the trophy skulls including oh. the xenomorph skull the xenomorph skull yeah uh, which for a lot of people planted the seed of alien versus predator that was cool to see them kind of expand on that at least i'm pretty sure that was available for sale i don't think that was just like a display item muncher muncher that was way off carpet muncher samsonite <laughs> right there <laughs> yeah so there's the ectoplasm set like you were talking about and yeah. then that's the one i saw okay because he, he yeah. ate a stop sign and i'm pretty sure he eats the ecto Oh, wow. The, the, nice. um, the slime lab is shaped like a ghost trap, which yes. is the only trap thing I saw in their like 
retail. Yeah, and I see that picture with that trap because it's like sitting upright and yeah. stuff, and it, it messes me up every time I see it because there's something red behind the trap, but the way it's framed, I think it's like a Ghostbusters TARDIS. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. it's like a crank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah every it's time a I crank just, on top. Every yeah. time I just glimpse it, I'm like, why do they have a Ghostbusters TARDIS? That would be fucking dope. Completely. That's yeah. the crossover we're all waiting for. Yep. <laughs> Fuck the Globetrotters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, Globetrotters and Scooby-Doo are a staple. Fuck uh, Scrappy is all I'm saying. I like Scrappy. You would. Everyone's running away, all scared. And yes. How many times do you find a monster or a ghost or whatever, and it turns out to be old man whatever? Yeah. Every fucking episode. <laughs> so Scrappy is the only one who's like, no, let's stay here and fight it. It's just some guy in a suit, and they're like, they're running away. Yeah, no. I'm not a Scooby-Doo fan, sorry. What was the uh, the cousin, the the hillbilly dog? Oh, God. You, uh, you had Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Dub. Okay. I think it was Scooby Dub. Scooby Dub. Well, they, they were brother and sister. They were they were Scooby's cousins, and Scrappy was his nephew. What is this? Well, I grew up. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not shaking my head at you. I'm just shaking my head like, how stupid is that? Now, here's speaking of games. Sorry, uh-huh. look at that. I've seen that on Kickstarter. Uh, it's been popping up on my feed. It's a uh, Batman the Animated Series game. Yeah, yeah. And I, but every time I look at it on Kickstarter, I, I look at the components. <laughs> and they, first of all, they, they don't put up an actual gameplay review. I know I'm going off tangent here a little bit, but that's what we do on the show. I don't know they don't put up an actual gameplay video, which is something that peeves me because I actually want to see how the game's played. I want to see how the components interact, and I want to see what the mechanics are. Right. Um, and then the price point. Bye. God, that's an expensive game. What do they want for it? Uh, well, if you go all in and get everything, you're you're spending like three hundred bucks. Oh shit! Nah. Fuck that. And everything. Yeah. And I, I can't say much because I have done that yeah. twice in the past, and then well, three times now with with Return to Dark Tower. But speaking of, which, but there's a limit. But there is a limit, you know, because with their Return to Dark Tower, you know, they 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 gave me the rule book. They they had play videos, and, and, and in fact, the day the Kickstarter went live, they did a live stream. Uh, playthrough with uh, the dice tower. Okay, you know, so I know what it is. This is just they're yeah. throwing images of really cool looking minis. The minis mm-hmm. look great, but they're just throwing images of that, and they're throwing images of Batman animated series at me. It's like cool. I'll go watch the show. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck your game's about. No, that's uh, that was my biggest gripe still with the um, Renegades Power Rangers game is mm. they're putting out way too much shit, way too fast, asking for way too much money. They need to be all in on that. A year ago, year and a half ago, was like two hundred fifty bucks to go all in on that, and not even a year later, they're launching the Phase Two Kickstarter, and the all in for that is like five hundred, which are all just more characters and expansions to the base game. Yeah, so they have a new game. Yeah, uh, you still have to have the game itself to use any of that stuff, which is just ridiculous. But it has drastically dropped the price of the main game. The main game has now gone from ninety eight dollars. To fifty-seven dollars on Amazon. Shit. Uh, so if it keeps dropping, I might pick it up. Yeah, it might not be bad. Just pick it's not a bad game. game, but it was not a ninety-eight dollar game. But uh, yeah, no, it was not. And, and that even there, they 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 posted they were gameplay videos and Q and A's. Like you know what you're getting before you pay for it. Here's how it works. Uh, yeah, no, don't just post cool minis and expect people to plop down money because that's well. The sad thing is, it's it's working and it'll continue to work, but because it's not, property people because love. Because it's a property yeah. people love. Um. So, but anyway, so yeah. before we leave Toy Fair, though, yes, there is something that pissed me off a little bit. Okay. As we were as we were researching, or as I was researching yes. Toy Fair, I was trying to you know see what was coming out. I, 
I don't know if you know this or not. Probably not. I, I'm a bit of a Star Trek fan. What? Who? Yeah, I know, Star Trek. I, I, I hide it you're, very well. You're saying it, War, or Star Wars. No, 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 Trek. Trek now. Fully on Trek. Um, and I know I hide it well. But <laughs> I, I, did, I did an actual search. I wanted to see uh-huh. Toy Fair 2020 Star Trek. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see what was out there. Zero. What? what? <laughs> it's not zero. It's not zero. We would be better with zero. It would yeah, be better with zero. What is it with Star Trek property and toys and merchandise? Why can't they get their shit together? Because you know what is available or what was premiered at, at, at Toy Fair 2020? Can I take a shot in the dark? For, you can give it a shot. Go is ahead. it a white bicycle helmet with a siren light on top and it a is, sticker that says Star Wars? It <laughs> is not. But it would be better. Okay. It is a line of collectibles. So not mm-hmm. even toys. Collectibles. Collectible figurines at about a five-inch scale. Okay. Of Star Trek cats. Ha! It is the original crew, Kirk, Spock, McCoy, Chekhov, Sulu, uh-huh. Uhura, Scotty, imagined as cats. I have a picture. Pull that shit up. Hang on, I have a picture. I actually downloaded it. You're not it. Jamie from the Joe, pa- Joe Rogan experience, but pull that shit <laughs> no, up. No, no, hang on. I, I got it here. I pulled it up from, where the hell did I get it from? Where is it? I've got it somewhere. Actually, I think I texted you. Yeah. I'm like, what the as fuck? someone who loves both cats and Star Trek. Uh, no, I still don't want this shit. <laughs> you know, I, I just don't. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> and, and Captain Kirk Cat comes with his own command chair. No, no, folks, it's, looks it's cool. exactly what you're thinking in your head. It's it's. Yeah. They're, they're not like anthropomorphic no, no. cats. No. They're not like Thundercats Star no, Trek. exactly. It's literally no. just cats. Like somebody is that, you know, that sad person that lives at home and just watches Star Trek and has cats and, and they, decided to name all their cats after the crew and put them in, in, in uniforms. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like somebody just put a cat in a Starfleet uniform. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. And supposedly it's based off of a, uh, off of a, an artist's uh, art line. She did an entire okay. art thing of, of these. Mm-hmm. I didn't see them. I, I didn't go look at them. I, I'm sure the artwork is very good. You know, I, I don't want to disparage this artist's work. I'm sure it's very good. And, and if it's good enough, I, I might actually want a Scotty Cat print. But I don't want a five-inch figurine in my toy fair. I, I want I want phasers. I want tricorders. I want, you know, ships. Mm-hmm. I don't want Star Trek cats. But, Scott, there's no new Star Trek property for us to make toys of. <sighs> I know. If only there was two, three, four different things going on right now that would... <laughs> We you know. don't have Star Trek Discovery Season 3 coming out. We're not in the middle of Star Trek Picard right now. And we you know. definitely aren't developing Star Trek uh, Section, Section 31, 31 and Star Trek uh, whatever they're going to call the Pike Show. Uh, that hasn't got a name yet. Yeah. But there's also Lower Decks in the series. But yeah, the Lower Decks cartoon yeah. series, which is like the uh, yeah. like Red Shirts, basically, is getting Red their own cartoon. Red Shirts fantastic. Yeah. That book was phenomenal. It was. Uh, but yeah, it's not like, you know... Seth MacFarlane two years ago at Toy Fair, you know, MacFarlane Toys said, "Yeah, we're doing an entire line of Star Trek stuff, only to come out with two figures and then fucking drop everything else because oh, it's expensive. You're a goddamn toy company. How do you not know shit's expensive?" If you enjoyed this rant, get ready. Uh, I'm going to tease next week's episode, and Julian, I'll understand if you're gone for this one. Uh, so once a month, roughly, we are going to do on the show state of the franchise episodes. Yeah, we I'm did the first I'm one. Say it. We did state. No, of the Were you here what? for the Star Wars one? I wanted to be. Well, you weren't. I, wanted to be. I, I know, but I wanted to be. There so will bad. be more state of the Star Wars. Trust me. 
but we are going to be doing next week the state of Star Trek. Some of the things that is mentioned we will delve into in much greater detail because uh, there's actually a lot going on for Trek right now. There is. So as everybody knows, like I'm like a fringe nerd. Like I like a lot of stuff. I'm not a Trek e or what is it? What's the political correct term? <laughs> I'm not going to go into this right now because. <laughs> <you're> like, <laughs> This is a whole rant. With this me is me well. just fucking poking the bear. Let's go. <laughs> so yeah, so Trekkie became the de facto term uh-huh. for um, Star Trek fans back in like the eighties and shit, and uh-huh. it was it was meant as a pejorative for people who wanted to call us nerds and shit. And they just started calling us Trekkies. All right, and like in the late eighties and in the nineties, apparently a bunch of Trekkies, a bunch of Star Trek nerds, got all uppity and they turned their nose in the air. And they decided to come up with this term called Trekker. I am not a Trekkie. I am a Trekker. Fuck you. You're a grown man that likes a damn TV show. You're a goddamn Trekkie. Own that shit. You know? And that's what I am. I'm a Trekkie. I hate the term Trekker. Okay. Anybody who says I'm not a Trekkie, I'm a Trekker, can go fuck themselves. Trekker is the the tryhard, like, you tried to give yourself a nickname version. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to start calling myself Scar. And just everyone will start calling me that because it's badass, right? And then people are like... I'm not going to fucking call you that. Yeah, you have no your name scars, is, Jerry. Your yeah, name exactly. is Dixie. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, your name is Moron. Shut the fuck yeah. up. I hate to bring this up, but that episode of Big Bang Theory where Wallowitz goes to space and he's trying to get all the astronauts to give him a cool nickname. Yeah. And, and then he, he ends up puking and they start call, he, they call him Skittles because he threw up Skittles. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's Trekker Trekkie. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, it's just like, you know, in the Air Force, pilots in the Air Force do not give themselves their own call signs. Yeah. No, you, you have to. Yeah, it's yeah, always have, somebody else. It's always somebody else. You can't name yourself. No. And literally, Trekker is one of the worst things that Trekkies could have done for themselves in that era. They should have taken that shit and owned it. They should have, goddamn right, I'm a Trekkie. You know, and, you know, fuck you for trying to make me feel bad for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyways, back to what I was saying. I will not be in attendance. <laughs> like I said, for the hour and a half long rant about will, Star Trek. I will understand. <laughs> so when I walked in today, you guys were watching the Deep Space Nine fucking documentary. I almost turned around and left. I'm just oh, going to go ahead and be honest. Really? I was aware of Deep Space Nine. Like I said, I watched maybe a handful of episodes. And one of them just happened to be the flashback episode, which they always do. Yeah. Like somebody's in a trance and they... Ported into like 1950s Americana. <laughs> they always do, every sci fi show ever has done some bullshit like yeah, that. So that's yeah. a trope that needs to die. I'm just going to put that in mind. Like, we're coming, we're, we're coming, I'm going to write that down. We're coming back to that topic at yeah. some point. But yeah, so what is next Wednesday? Yeah, I won't be there. Whatever it is, <laughs> something else will be going on. That's, that's fair. It's, it's perfectly fine. I wouldn't expect you to come to like an XFL game with me. So I would go to an XFL game with you. Would you? I would. I'll just say this. We'd love to have you. You don't have to be here. I get it. It's fine. Uh, I mean, even if that, you just want to be here to make fun of me, I'm good with it, too. Uh, why would I make fun of you? I respect you. Uh, I enjoy your company. Maybe make fun of the wrong word. Give me a good-natured ribbing. Okay. I could rib yeah. you. Ribbed for your pleasure? Yes. Yes. I want to be ribbed for my pleasure. Give you a rib job. Rib job. Rib job. That, too. Uh, I will say this. If you're not into Trek, the series you need to start with mm-hmm. is Enterprise. Yes. Is that the Bacula one? Yes. Okay. And it's badass. That's, that's a good one to start with, if, if you're not a Trek fan at all. Okay. You well, know. next time I go to the desert, I'll watch it. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. Preview for next week. We'll get back to this week. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, this next topic is is, is 3A, because <laughs> it's going to spin to something else. Mm-hmm. Um 
slightly shifting gears. So we saw some cool Batman toys. We also saw some maybe cool reveals from the Batman currently in production. Um, two weeks ago, I believe, we got a first look at the Robert Pattinson Batinson Batsuit. Yeah, I'm gonna call it Batinson. Um, it was a camera test. It wasn't a full on like production photo or anything. Yeah. So I'm trying not to put too much weight behind it. Uh, but then shortly after that, uh, beginning of this week, I believe, or end of last week, we saw a stuntman in a suit filming a motorcycle chase sequence. So based on those first looks, what do you guys think of the new Batsuit? <laughs> Fuck that stuntman who can't ride a fucking motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch is sitting there trying to clean his goggles off, and then he's doing like, I don't know, four mile an hour and fucking lays it down? Fuck him. <laughs> Things are not looking good. The, well, the bad suit looks like trash. Well, the stuntman is trash. The motorcycle's trash. Like, they're in a shitty cemetery. Like, I I have zero hope for this man. And don't get me wrong. I think Pattinson is a hell of an actor. I think he was shoehorned like in. Yeah. And he was, uh, he kind of got fucked over with the whole, uh. He did? Say it. Say its name. Twilight. There well, you Twilight go. I wasn't going to say it, but if you say it, it makes it. I'm all about painful. saying the name of the thing this week. That's what I'm like. Conan, Voldemort, and Twilight. <laughs> Fuck them all. <laughs> but uh, you said, <laughs> I think it has the potential to be good. But I mean, I just for for, well, for my five second viewing of it, it looks like dog shit. Well, first of all, I, I don't I don't think it's 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 fair to judge the suit based off of the stuntman suit. Because we all know the stuntman suit is not a hero level suit. It's not meant to be. I'm going to argue with you on that, and I'm going to argue with every jackass on the internet who keeps saying that. That used to be true. Okay. That bat suit is probably the stunt suit is probably pretty much the same thing as the actual suit. It's padding and boots. The only thing that might change is the the cowl, so we can have a little more movement in the head just because he's on a motorcycle. Yeah. But go look at the production stuff of Dark Knight. There's no difference between the stunt suit and the hero suit. The stunt, the hero suit was built to be, if I had to fall off a motorcycle, what would pad me? That's what Batman's going to wear. And more often than not, the stuntman's going to be wearing the suit more than the star. Yeah, I'll, no, yeah. back in like Keaton days, yes, they would, they would build the suits differently and put padding in certain areas and depending on what the stunt was. But nowadays, no, that hero suit is probably pretty much the same thing as the stunt suit. Okay, well, I just got shut the fuck down. You did, so yeah. I did. He said, Horrible. bitch. He slammed the door on me on that one. <laughs> Sit down, Junior. <laughs> you have to learn you something. Uh, <laughs> but what I think you were going to say was, don't judge it based on behind-the-scenes photo shit. What the fuck else would us as nerds argue about if we don't make wild accusations and assumptions about three seconds of video? Because <laughs> well, nerds are always right about stuff, especially Batman stuff. Yeah, because we, we knew are. Mr. Mom was going to be a terrible Batman. Awful. And we knew Heath Ledger was going to be terrible as the Joker. Terrible Joker. <clears throat> yep. But everybody that's played the Joker has won an Oscar in one form or another. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, Nicholson he, didn't get an Oscar, Lito? but he did huh? get fucking rich. Yeah, won he won Who? for, he was that transgender what chick in a, Dallas Buyers Club. Okay. Keep in mind, I haven't watched the Oscars in like... Oh, I don't. Now, so I, I think it's that and the Grammys the most overrated bullshit I've ever heard. You're in my talking time. to somebody who used a Best Picture nominee for his movies that flew under the radar. <laughs> were you here for that episode? I can't remember. Was it last week? What were we talking no, about? Uh, that was like two, a it, year ago. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was a while back. What yeah. movie was it? Uh, uh, there will be there blood. will be blood. 
Yes, the topic so, was movies yes. that flew under Everybody the radar. Everybody was talking about their milkshakes. Yes. And, I drink it up. And, and yes, so with movies that flew under the radar, and I had never heard of it. I found it on Netflix. But I thought, didn't we talk about Parasite last week? How, like, nobody had seen it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. No, we had a topic one week that was specifically, like, movies that flew under the radar. Or, like, movies that, like, came out and were good but didn't get enough attention. And Scott's pick was... <laughs> There, there will, will be blood. blood. There will be blood. Because I loved it. It was a great movie. Because it flew under his radar. My God, that movie should have won an Oscar. Let me tell you. <laughs> it won several. <laughs> it didn't win just one. There you go. You were technically you were right. No, um, the, I, I do like that uh, Patton's cow is and stuff is all leather, and, and, and you can see the stitch lines. I like I that. love the idea of that. Yeah. The cowl itself looks weird. It'll be fixed in post. Yeah, I don't know where, but the, the shape of the head and the ears just looks weird. It has some weird structure to it, but I like it. I like the cowl as a separate piece. I like the collar on the bat suits. Uh, I like it looks like he's got some kind of lenses over the eyes, which has been a th- uh, if you go back to like the Sam Ham script for the '89 Batman movie that was written into that was that his eyes would be covered. Mm. So I'm cool. I'm glad to see that idea finally coming through. Not not just Batman put goggles on, yeah. like in uh, Justice League, because apparently Zack Snyder has a thing for goggles. But like, that looked cool. Uh, the suit itself. Eh. Uh, it, it looks the bat symbol looks weird it looks like it's two pieces of some kind of weapon or tool well, that have you heard the rumor it's like recessed and there's like like a, not electrical but like lines and stuff the, the rumor that, is and I don't know where this originated from that the actual emblem is made out of the gun that Joe Chill used to kill his parents that he disassembled and broke it down and turned it into the bat logo that's well, fucking that, stupid that seems unnecessary but okay yeah. The internet's loving it. I think it sounds like a 13-year-old trying to be dark and metal. Yeah. I took the gun that killed my parents and now it's the symbol I wear on my chest for justice. Yeah, why wouldn't you just melt it down into a suppository and stick it up your ass? Or like, if you melted it down into a batarang, okay, sure, fine. Now you're getting into kind of like Lone Ranger kind of shit with silver bullets, but whatever, like... Just melt it down and have your knee replaced with it or something. (laughs) Yeah, I think that sounds a little too try-hard, but that's just a rumor... Yet to see what that actually is in context. That's almost as weird as uh, the Watchmen TV show. Have you watched it yet? No. Well, what's her name? Um, Scarlet Spectre? Silk Spectre. Silk Spectre. Yeah. She's like all grown up in this one. And she's got a dildo. Okay. Nice. Uh, a Mr. Uh, Dr. Manhattan dildo. And it's like this giant, <laughs> huge fucking thing. And I was just like, huh? There's a glow in the I'm dark. pretty sure it does. And I, they, they opened it up and I was like... Really? Like, they broke up, and now she's got this giant fucking mule tamer well, that she still carries around up, with man. her in a fucking briefcase. Well, you know. That you, makes about as much sense. Once you go blue. So why would you want to have a giant fucking replica dick of your ex? You know what to do. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so why would you want to have a giant replica of your ex or it's, the gun that killed your parents because you need to be reminded of why you're doing it? Yeah, it just it sounds a little too try-hard. It's, uh, it's stupid. But the, the rest, next, next thing he's going on, he's going to have a neck beard and a samurai sword. He's going to be saying "Milady" the whole time. Uh, I don't hate the rest of the suit. I definitely don't think it's the final suit. This looks very much like a Batman Year One, or if you think of like Mask of the Phantasm, where we see mm-hmm. Batman kind of slowly building into the bat suit. It's even the Gotham suit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think this feels more like a first attempt bat suit. It may evolve a bit. Uh, I don't, the gauntlets look weird. They have like 
throwing rods on them or something. They almost look like uh, crossbow bolts. Yeah, like which yeah, is yeah. really fucking weird. Uh, well, the ears, you you mentioned the ears, they look kind of fucking pointy. They look, yeah, the cowl itself looks yeah. like, I don't, I don't, again, the idea of the leather cowl so it's flexible and can move as a separate piece, that all sounds cool. But the execution, <laughs> the execution looks weird, looks off. Uh, and we still, I don't think the suit we're looking at here is the exact same from the camera test, so. Well, keep in mind also, um, Robert Pattinson has like a very long head anyway. He, he's very... Vertical in the head area, right? So you're saying he's got like a nine head? He's, he's yeah, he's so ugly his hair's running away from his I, face. I don't know about I don't know about ugly. I mean, I don't know how to judge Robert Pattinson's physical beauty, but you know, he just doesn't have a really you know narrow, long head structure. So well, building a cowl around. I think he was to... a, one of those babies that they had to pull out with a forceps <laughs> and stretched his head out. <laughs> I'm right. trying to reserve judgment until we actually see a full on, officially released from the studio, full body look at the suit. Yeah. Um, because, again, it's the same as like when people were bitching about the Shazam suit looking shitty. Yeah, those production stills, it looks shitty. But then you watch the movie when it's like done through post-production and, oh, okay, that looks better. Yeah, and the movie looked good. I just wish the movie was actually good. I'll fight you on that one. I love Shazam. You didn't like Shazam? I, I thought it was fun. Just, just go watch Big. You know what? Just go fucking no, watch Big. No, it's the Big. same. No, you're, right. you're absolutely right. But it was fun. I didn't say it was my favorite. I can get that. I, I did not like the movie. This is a discussion for the time, but yeah. I, I'm not, That's I'm, all we do on this show I is discussion. Well, I don't know. It's the, the plot, the, the villains were just like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know why the villain is doing this. I don't it know was anything. a little villain heavy, yeah. You know, and, and then I did not care as much as I love the actor whose name I can't remember because I only know him as Chuck. <laughs> oh. Um, uh, Zachary yeah. Leva? Yes, yeah, thank, thank you. you. Um, you know, as much as I love him, I did not like his performance as Shazam because in the comics, he does not, when he's in Shazam, I know he is a kid, but when he's in Shazam, he does not act as childlike as... You haven't read the new 52 version. Nobody needs to read the new 52 and you version. All I'm saying is like, this this, this character, the, the, the movie Shazam is 1000% based on Jeff Johns' reinvention of the character mm-hmm. for the new 52 so if you hadn't read any of that, I get exactly where you're coming okay. from. I get that, exactly. Yeah. That, in that case, that's what I'm doing because I, I didn't yeah. read any. No, that's that, that's an element they play with a lot of. And that. and everything because because one thing with with Shazam, at least my Shazam that I always read in the comics, what little DC I did read, um, those who did find out that he was a kid when he in his alter ego, which I know Superman knows mm-hmm. and, and I think Batman knows because Batman fucking knows everything. Other people, when they did find out, were surprised. They didn't realize he was a kid because he never acted that childlike when he was Shazam. And so I watched this movie. I'm like, what, what? I'm just watching Big. I'm just watching Big with superpowers. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't get it. And I hated that movie. I mean, my only problem with that movie was that at the end there's like nine Shazams. <laughs> I just feel like <laughs> I think they jumped the gun on that. Yeah, uh, I really think that they should have all had diminished powers too. Like if you've got one power source and you spread it out amongst like six people, yeah. each one of them's got one specific <coughs> power. Like they still shouldn't all be super fast and super strong and everything else. Like yeah. you, that's how one of them strong, one of them can fly, one of them's fast, one of them can read. That's how it was know. originally is they yeah. each had yeah. one of the powers of Shazam. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was reinterpreted. Yeah. Yeah. Now visually he looked great. Yeah. You know, loved his look on screen. So I still so. think it should have been John Cena. Yeah, but you never really seen <laughs> sorry that's not the worst that. no that was perfectly timed that was good very well was done very good so that leads us to our final topic today topic 3b um which we already just kind of already segued to the shazam suit 
look bad, you know, not on camera, but in the movie itself, looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the light up symbol in the chest; that was neat. Uh, so, the Pattinson suit, we're kind of in the middle on it. We'll wait to see something more finite before we give a final Get judgment. Stop, man. That being <laughs> said, other movies, comics, TV shows that are done. What are your uh, favorite and least favorite, most hated, whatever super suits? From whatever genre you want to go to, yeah, then we have to we have to say with superhero suits, or can we go with just comic book looks in general? You can, you can, whatever. I'm drawing stuff. a very wide margin here. Uh, I, I did some looking on this, yeah. and you know, I, like one of the ones that popped up a lot in, in different searches and stuff, and I agree totally was fucking Juggernaut from Last Stand. Just all of Last Stand in general, yeah, yeah. just yeah, the but, entire movie. Yeah, the movie's horrible, but it had some okay costume. Yeah, the pufferfish guy. <laughs> you just you stay six inches away from him and you're fine. Yeah, that fucking dork. <laughs> but he's on the main that unit roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. he's an omega yeah. level. The, the, the entire reason that we have that character cast as Juggernaut with that costume, which is very BDSM kind of costume, is just so we can get the I'm Juggernaut bitch line. Yep, that's the entire yeah. reason for yep. that. It was yep. horrible. Only reason is in that movie. Yes. yes. Yep. Contrast that with Juggernaut in Deadpool 2. Oh, it was fantastic. Fabulous. Fantastic. Beautiful. It's like night and day. Uh, so my favorite three, I'm just going to run through these. Yeah. Uh, these are from movies. The dark, the Batsuit from the Dark Knight, I think, is probably the best Batsuit. The best combination of um, functionality and looks. The it hockey l- pads one? <laughs> I'm not wearing hockey pants. That was my favorite reaction to the Batson reveal. He's just wearing hockey pants. Uh, but no, the the Dark Knight suit uh, took all the lessons learned from previous bat suits in movies and gave us one that was functional. It poked fun at itself because there's you know he walks up to um, to Fox and hands him like I had some ideas. Yeah. About it. It's like oh you want to turn your head? You would be able to turn your head. It would make backing out of the driveway a lot easier. <laughs> Wink to camera. Um, but that suit, it, not only did it look badass, mm. it looked instantly, okay, that's a bat suit. I get it, you're Batman. But it also allowed the actor to move. And like I said earlier, that suit was built so well that the stunt suit and the hero suit were essentially the same suit. Uh, that's how great it was. Um, it was it was wonderful. Um, my next favorite, this evolved over several movies and had some ups and downs. Uh, Captain America in Endgame, I think, had the best Captain America suit, even though it was very brief. A lot of people love the World War II suit, and I'll give them credit for making that work. I love the World War II suit. Well, the final World War II suit. (laughs) The USO suit? Uh, I still like Winter Soldier the best. Winter Soldier was great. Winter Soldier, I I consider the the breakthrough movie of, okay, here's how you do a cap suit. But what I love about Endgame and why I put this one over the Winter Soldier was it incorporated the scale armor on the chest from mm-hmm. the comics. Yeah, it's a yeah, little yeah. detail, but mm-hmm. as a comic book nerd, I greatly appreciated it. It was good. It Other was than that, good. it is very much a Winter Soldier suit. Now, yep. One thing with Captain America, you know, the original, you know, first, all the Captain America movies. In the first one, you've got, of course, the USO suit, mm-hmm. you get a little nod to whatever, but then you've got the, the, the World War II suit, but in between, you've got that leather jacket yes. over the USO thing, which I love. And then you go into Winter Soldier, and you've got the, the, the clandestine mm-hmm. muted colors one at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then he goes into the brighter one when he's actually you know in the field as Cap, you know, and then you go back to the World War II suit with slight changes. It's mm-hmm. a little different. Mm-hmm. So, and then you, of course, 
as Cap goes through from first Avenger all the way to Endgame, he has so many costume yep. changes and, and everything, and I just I love them all, mm-hmm. uh, and they do it very well because because like with Iron Man and stuff, it's easy. He just has different armor, you know, and stuff like that. But I, I love the range. Well, of and so the, the Iron Man because there's some little Vietnamese lady in his building that just <laughs> makes it. For the the Iron Man suit is is hey this he you know. First of all, it's all to sell toys for for Iron Man, exactly. yeah. because yeah, yeah. it's it's just it's a different it's a different CGI model, and I'm I'm fine with that because Iron Man has tons of suits in the comics. Cool, fine, but the Cap suit you generally you look at from the first Captain America movie through all the Avengers movies. Every movie it's a different suit, and every movie it gets a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like a practical thing, like yeah. in covering his ears and uh, connecting the the neck piece to the helmet in mm-hmm. Avengers, which they dropped that for Avengers, like uh, every. Every suit has a tweak to it that's either cosmetically it looks better or it functions better for the stunts and things. To the point where by the time you get to Endgame, it's perfection. Yes. Like, it functions beautifully. It looks fantastic. It's iconically cap. Um, and that's the thing I look for. Um, but again, the yeah. only reason I gave Winter, Endgame or Winter Soldier was the, the scales the scale. because yeah. yep. it's the comic thing. And I, I, I did, I have to say, the USO suit, I still like better than, than Avengers suit. I hate that Avengers cap The USO suit is just a wonderful wink to the it, comics. It is, and like, it is, you guys bitched about not doing it, a direct it, adaptation of the costume. Look, here you go. go. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> this a, is what it would look like. This a, is why we don't do this. It's a jackass in tights with wings on his face. Here you go. <laughs> um, and then my last one, bit of a throwback. Uh, there have been lots of suits of this character since, but I don't think any have topped the original Raimi spider suit. Yeah, no. it is a perfect translation mm. from the comic mm. to the screen. It's a good one. By the time you get to MCU Spider-Man, you're making differences just to make it different, which is the same thing you had with the Amazing Spider-Man suit, which is well, it's Spider-Man, but we got to make it different because it's a new Spidey suit or a new Spidey franchise. So make it look different, but make it look the same but different. And it's like okay, so you end up with like a muddling. Well, but Amazing, did Amazing give us the the web wings? No, that was no. Uh, Homecoming. Really? Yep. yep. Oh, okay. Uh, I still say the Iron Spider suit. It looked, it functioned way better on screen than I thought it was going to be. Because I always thought it was, Spider, yeah. I always thought it was hokey in the comics because it always looked like he only had it was like four le- or his four limbs, and he had three for some reason. But in the movie, they got it right where there was four and four. Was four, four. Um, so I thought that worked really well. But then uh, the Miles Morales suit looks fantastic. It and, does. Uh, um, the multi Spider-Man the multiverse or whatever it's called fun nerd trivia for you the Miles Morales suit is based on unused costume concept art from the Sam Raimi movie oh, makes wow. sense I uh, forget the artist's name he's uh, uh, who's the guy that did um, oh my god my mind is blanking on everything uh, the DC uh, Kingdom Come Alex Ross yeah Alex Ross did some concept art which is why he ended up doing the, the opening credits of Spider-Man 2 the little like montage mm-hmm. to recap the first movie is Alex Ross. This design he did for Spider-Man that they ended up not using was the basis for Miles Morales. Mm. Nice. Now, uh, one thing that they cut out of the first uh, Sam Raimi that uh, I don't even think it's the least because I don't think they shot it, but I remember it going around when the movie was coming out was the whole that he had the uh, the suit, his first suit in the movie, because the suit was supposed to have an evolution. Mm-hmm. And his first suit was homemade, of course, and he made The it, wrestling suit. No, 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 after the wrestling suit. Okay. There was supposed to be another suit. And uh, the, 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 what got deleted was after he became popular, you know, Spider-Man sensationalized. Apparently there was, like, high production, like, uh, Halloween costumes 
they were made better than his suit, so he supposedly bought one of those <laughs> and was using one of those throughout the rest of the movie. But the, once again, I don't think that ever got filmed and was definitely not in the movie. So I wonder if that's uh, uh, another reference for um, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. When Miles' is first costume is he just goes to a costume shop and buys one. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. That is very cool. Uh, but yeah, like, there have been tons of Spidey suits, and because Marvel gets the action figure uh, money from that, every Spider-Man movie that Marvel makes, he's going to have at least three suits in every movie so they can make more action figures. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think, for me, the, the Sam Raimi-era suit was just like, yep, that's the Spidey suit. Yeah. Yep. Um, and they made it work. So those are my favorites. Uh, my favorites are... I'm like the only guy that likes it, but the Azrael Batman suit. It's um, a badass look. Yeah, the fucking gauntlets and the a fucking ball. spotlight out of his chest and like the, the dark black the Razor cow, fingers. Razor fingers, yep. yeah. You talking about from the comics? Yeah. Okay. I thought we were just doing straight movie adaptation. Whatever. Uh, okay. Well, I yeah. open it up to Yeah, whatever. no, no. Uh, yeah, 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 because right, after, because right after what, when Azrael takes over the suit, he's still yeah. wearing like the gray and blue uh-huh. and he Batman suit. Well, he's wearing the gauntlets, and uh, Bane still kicks his ass, and then there's something to do with the He cape. fully redesigns the suit. Yeah, he yeah. just yeah. goes back, and it's well, basically yeah. a Batman Iron Man suit before the uh, Commissioner Gordon Buddy or suit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he, um, uh, if I remember correctly, he was, I think he was on the ledge, and he was talking to Commissioner Gordon outside the window right after getting the mantle, and he was in the, the standard suit, uh-huh. and uh, he, he went to leave and jump off the ledge and do the thing, and it got tangled in the cape. The cape damn near killed him. Well, there was something else. Like, he's fighting somebody, and he, yeah. he is caught in, like, a fountain. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so that's when he redesigns the suit. Yeah, and he, like, that. cuts yeah. the... He cuts most of the cape off, and it's real... Or he makes it more rigid, but the gauntlets were the best... Or one of the best, because he shoots... It's like those old Nerf blasters yeah. Yeah. that shoots the shit out of the top, like the little batarangs. Those yep. were awesome. Those were good. Uh, and then as far as movie goes, uh, we've talked about all the, the major ones, but my favorite, though, terrible fucking movie, but... Uh, the Psylocke costume from uh, X-Men Apocalypse was so true to the comic book version. Uh, oh, yeah. I grew up loving that character. I uh, grew up loving Olivia Munn. Um, she was the perfect cast, says it, and I, it just looked yeah. fantastic. Well, the yeah. one, what was the one shining moment of that fucking well, she, movie. She could have gotten some actual character development or screen time or anything. Anything, yeah. Uh, what I didn't bring up, because I thought Carl was going to be here, but uh, the Deadpool suit is another oh, fantastic, fantastic yeah, translation from comic to screen. Pretty much everything. I mean... Because that was going to be one of my picks, not the Deadpool, but um, Colossus mm-hmm. in that movie. I know it's not fully just the suit, but it's the way yeah. they have Colossus yeah. looking. Yeah. Because I always love Colossus in X Men. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. And, and and whatever that shit was, they tried to pass off of the mainstream X Men. Shit is not fucking Colossus. So on on my worst list, and I have Daniel. You didn't like Daniel Cuthmore? No. He no. says like two words the entire Cyclops three movies. He's not an American teenager. Exactly. Or not, yeah. uh, not Cyclops. Uh, Colossus. Sorry. Colossus. Yeah. Ru- yeah. He's from Oklahoma. <laughs> Uh, my worst list. I have the original X Men trilogy, and I understand why they went this oh, direction. Oh, it's terrible! I understand because yeah. in in ninety nine you couldn't have put them in their signature costumes. You they wouldn't have gone to see it because this is coming right off of Batman and Robin. Yeah, we had to make uh, comic book movies dark and edgy and realistic. Yeah. but for the love of God, okay, fine for the first trilogy. Okay, cool. But then once the MCU hits and you're doing like the first class storylines. And we've proven that you can pretty much do anything. Marvel made a talking raccoon and a, and a walking tree work. <laughs> and you're still afraid to put the X-Men in their iconic costumes? And their they're yellow and blues? Yeah. yeah, fuck off, Fox. Um, no, yeah. the, the, those original black suits were fine for 99, but we hung on to them way too long. Uh, whenever we get around to rebooting the yeah. X-Men with Marvel, that's what I'm looking forward to. Now, at the end of the Wolverine, 
which I actually enjoy. I think I'm one of the few men. The, the Wolverine, Wolverine yes. I enjoy. Yeah, the Wolverine, exactly. Yeah. Not, not Logan not, or not, X-Men Origins. Yeah, but not X-Men Origins. The middle part of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Wolverine. Um, first of all, I know it's not true to the comics, but I did like the Silver Samurai uh, mech, suit. mech suit thing. Mm-hmm. I liked that. I was, no, was translating cool. on screen. I was happy with it. Um, but the after credit scene for that movie that makes no fucking sense and ties into God awful nothing afterwards. Um, when he when he opens the case and you have the mm-hmm. iconic Wolverine suit, mm-hmm. why do we not see that suit on camera? Because that's an awesome suit. He would the, look good in that suit. The director did it because he he wanted the suit to be in there because fans kept saying we want to see the suit, we want to see the suit. Uh, and he had apparently at the time every intention of following that up with another sequel and, and putting him in the suit. But that's right around the time when the MCU was making a shit ton of money and Fox was like, oh, we're going to put some real thought and effort behind the X-Men franchise. We'll fix that. And then they went and did Days of Future Past and rebooted the entire franchise. Which I don't mind Days of Future Past. And then the next time they got around to it, they decided to do Logan and just kill him off. So we just jumped over that whole period where he would actually be in the appropriate suit. But I mean, Logan was fantastic. I don't care what anybody says. That movie's awesome. I didn't care for Logan. And not for the usual reasons that everybody always brings up. I mean, I'll watch it. It's, it's not bad. It's, it's, One of the usual reasons. Um, the whole Old Man Logan storyline of that, but that's not really Old Man Logan stuff. Well, the not. Old Man Logan story is kind of dumb. Well, the original. The source material is kind of It's fantastic, dumb. but they legally could not do it. Yeah. But the, kind of dumb. The thing I don't fantastic. like about the movie is I watched this movie, and between him and her, they scream at me an awful lot in that movie. And it hurt my ears. It's Wolverine. It's not. Yeah, I know. I know it's I know. not Toby the Golden Retriever. I know. I know. But it's Wolverine. Yes, he's in a shit ton of movies. That's all he does is no, scream no, no, and get no, no, killed. No, 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 no. He's in other movies where he has dialogue. Between him and her, they hurt my ears. They scream way too damn much in that movie. Because literally her acting is, ah! I can fucking do that. I mean, did you cry during Saving Private Ryan? No. Well, then shut the fuck up. I'm confused, but okay. Because that was way louder and hurt my ears way more than... Why was it just screaming? Yeah, it's fucking explosions and gunfire. It's it's not screaming, and I can handle explosions and gunfire. Not, ah, ah, (laughs) for an hour and a half or two hours or whatever the fuck that movie's runtime was. This has been Get Off My Lawn with Scott (laughs) (laughs) Cox. My other worst suits in movies, Green Lantern, obviously... Uh, which I feel like is kind of that. Uh, we had to do it once just to make sure it didn't work, and we have never done it again. The full CGI suit for a superhero, yeah, which I we we have suit. gone back to. Like if you watch Endgame, anytime you see the um, Iron Spider or any Iron Man suit, that's a full CGI yeah, it's suit. Full CGI, yeah. Uh, so we've we've gotten much better at it. Yep. Um, so thanks for showing us we weren't ready. Thank you for being the Jar Jar uh, superhero CGI suits, Green Lantern. Yep. Uh, and then that fucking abomination of Catwoman with Holly Berry. I don't uh, even consider that a compliment. The suit wasn't that bad, though. The, suit, the movie was dog shit, but the suit the wasn't suit that The suit was bad. terrible unless she's a stripper or a burlesque dancer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Catwoman, Sorry, that's yeah. Right. Fine. yeah. Okay. She can't be like a patchwork porcelain doll like... Tolis uh, stiletto Michelle heels... Piper. And uh, uh, pre-ripped leather pants and a bra. Would you still have slept with her? No. You're a goddamn liar. Fine. <laughs> At me, bro. Uh, oh. I still think, like I said, Psylocke from Armageddon, or Apocalypse. And yeah. Apocalypse was the absolute worst design I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't see how some guy at San Diego Comic Con with a bunch of styrofoam can make an actual yeah. screen-accurate 
90s X-Men cartoon version of Apocalypse that is 10,000 times better than the Oscar Isaac version. Yep. How the fuck can you mess that up? The problem with that was the redesign. Like, the execution of that sure looks fine, but whoever redesigned Apocalypse into that, it's like, why? dog shit. And again, I suspect it's because Brian Singer. Because out of the nine X-Men movies we've gotten, like, seven of them were directed by Brian Singer, uh, which is why we kept that boring, muted 90s aesthetic well into the, like, 2010s when Marvel was making bank with all these bright, fun, colorful, funny superhero movies, and X-Men was still, like, dark and dour, and the world hates me, and I have to protect, like, get over yourself. It's Ninja Turtles, not Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, they just they did not want to ditch that aesthetic. Now, fuck you, Brian Singer. Go molest another 14-year-old yeah. or whatever you did. Uh, as far as worst superhero costumes or super whatever costumes, mm-hmm. we're going to have to go old school because there's one that we're forgetting for bad. Okay. Steel. The movie Steel? Yeah. Yeah. It was just bad. Yeah, the whole period. movie was bad. Um, but well, I, mean, I know Shaq is a huge Superman fan. That's why he kind of wanted to do it. But Well, and the character wow. of John Henry... Was awesome. They uh, took all the Superman out of Steel. They did all of it. Yeah, they which couldn't make the rights to Superman. Zero sense. Like a garbage man. Who yeah. Fucking, wow. Yeah, That's was... the entire character motivation of John Henry Irons. <laughs> is he was saved by Superman, and Superman dies, and he yep. decides, "Well, I'm going to carry on." Uh, there's no S logo on the suit. There's, there's no, no cape on yep, the suit. No cape. No shield. Literally, it's shitty Iron Man. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Junkyard man. My. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like reject from the Mystery Men, Iron Man. <laughs> oh, no, the Mystery Men were so much better than that's all this true. shit. That's why he's a that's why he's a reject from the Mystery Men. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. What was it? Red Mist from Kick Ass Two. Yeah. Was terrible. Yeah. Um, the comic was so much better. Mother Russia was okay. Mm. Like uh, she was okay, but well, Red the main, Mist was awful. Your main here, like Hit Girl, Big Daddy, and Kick Ass, didn't really get redesigned much from the comic uh, to the screen. Everyone else, they decided to like redo other looks yeah. and it just didn't quite translate very well all I know is I never read the comics but I watched Kick-Ass you know the first one and every time I watch the first one it makes me feel like I gotta go to the police station and turn myself in when Hit Girl's on screen I'm like yeah y'all just need to lock me up she's old fun. enough now yeah I know fun. yeah but still <laughs> it's like this is wrong I can't watch this movie <laughs> well she <laughs> writes down what time code to cut out for Scott's <laughs> confession <clears throat> well she does call a bunch of people cunts so I don't know. Uh, yeah, the the first one was great. It's pretty pretty one to one translation of the comic to mm. the movie. Don't watch the second one. Don't really read any of them. Past Kick Ass Two, the comic is okay, but everything past then, it's like Kick Girl got her own spinoff and it was terrible. And they did like three volumes of uh, Kick Ass, and then they rebooted it with an African American female as the new Kick Ass, and it's just like stop, guys, stop! Like you hit lightning in a bottle once, and you just kept milking it. Um, but yeah, uh, my my number one most hated super suit, and you'll appreciate this maybe, is from the comics, and it's from the worst era of comic books ever, the 90s. <laughs> so Superman is pretty iconic, and his suit really hasn't changed much over the years Never because it. it's 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 the the quintessential super suit, the underwear on the outside, the big cape, the giant logo on the chest. He's it's the default superhero suit. Yeah. Well, in the 90s, that wasn't cool anymore. So we had to make Superman edgy and cool. So what do we do? 
We make them electric-powered. The electric-powered Superman? Yeah. The red and blue electric-powered yeah, Superman, yeah. where they not only changed his suit, but completely changed well, his powers, and he only had powers when he's wearing the suit well, now. The, the red and blue electric boogaloo Superman, <laughs> I think is what you Don't say. make it sound cooler <laughs> than it is, Scott. <laughs> uh, it was terrible. Thank God it didn't last it very didn't long. Last long uh, some characters are meant to be iconic, or, or, or meant to be... Uh, uh, I don't want to say static, but they're they're meant to be constant for a reason. That yeah. is that is Superman. Superman is the constant. Oh God, that is terrible. Yeah. I forgot all about that. It, it was, was god awful. It was very short. The containment they, suit. That's yeah. what they called the it. Containment yeah. suit. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, they they wrote that. They 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 get out of that pretty quick. It's almost as dumb as the new Fifty Two when they literally just changed Superman's costume to jeans and a Superman logo T shirt. Nice. Yeah. All. Uh, What's his name in Young Justice? Cal? No, 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 no. That I'll give. Literally, in the New 52, when they first started, Superman's new costume was jeans and a blue Superman logo t-shirt, sometimes with a cape. That was it. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, no, Connor in Young Justice, I'll give it to, because it's like, he's got a weird relationship with Superman, and he doesn't know if he wants to be a superhero, so he's kind of wearing the logo. He's like a 75% clone, yeah. Yeah. Um... This was just like, nope, Superman himself would just walk around in, in jeans and a t-shirt now. Yeah. I mean, it's better than Superboy with the weird leather jacket and the, like, the fucking the glasses, circle the, shades the, the, that uh, were so gay. Yeah. Like the Sinead O'Connor sunglasses. The 90s as fuck. Yes, yeah. the 90s Superboy, yes. But I will thank the 90s for uh, <laughs> motorcycle bad bitch Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh, number two of my worst redesigns ever, Biker Chick Wonder Woman. <laughs> Come on! No! She's fucking awesome! It was hot! She, she's literally wearing bicycle shorts from the 90s, yeah. a bra, and a leather jacket. Fishnets. She had fishnets and riding a motorcycle. No, she had stupid boots and no fishnets. If she really? had fishnets, I'd take a half one off, because you know I like fishnets. It's a on and, and black uh, canary. I'm a guy oh, man, I'm still saying uh, Biker Bitch Wonder Woman was badass. She lost if we it. don't see her in 84, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> well, it should be '94 if we see here in that outfit. That's fair. <laughs> what uh, one of my favorites in the comics, and we've never seen it on screen. Okay, is the uh, it's the I think it was the '90s uh, Spider-Man, where you had it was the very bright. It was red and blue, but it had the spider symbol that came up and over a lot, and he had the web shooters on the outside. The Ben Riley suit. Was that the Ben Riley yes. suit? So yeah. you, so I you, love that suit. The Clone Saga. How do you not you? like that? How do you not like that? That's awesome. I've never seen that. It's that badass. Is, she, she, so in the 90s, they, they held a new contest to have a new champion of the Amazons, and she lost. So Artemis became the new uh, Wonder Woman, essentially. Okay. So Wonder Woman had to get a new costume, and that was... It didn't yeah. last long, but that was her costume oh, for like... Oh, so this is her nomad face. For like yeah, 10 issues, much, that was yeah, her yeah, costume, yeah. yeah. I'm down, dude. I'm digging it. All right. Uh... Anyway, the Ben Riley costume. Ben Riley, yeah. yeah. So, so I like that yeah. costume. I've always liked it. Was it was a cool redesign. It was a terrible story arc, but it, it was, was a cool. A it was a cool new arc. look. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, next time Marvel has to redesign Spider-Man for toys. Do the external web shooters, man. You didn't yeah. like. So we're talking about the clone Spider-Man, right? Where it's the red suit underneath no, the blue we, hoodie. We did no, like no, that. No, 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 no that's Scarlet really. Spider. No, that's Scarlet no. Spider. No. Okay. Uh, so after that's so, Ben. I looked up Ben. No, no, no. That's that's so that's the Scarlet Spider. Oh, okay. During the Clone Saga, we found out that. Peter was the clone and Ben Riley was the real person, supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. So Peter, so that one, yeah. Peter fucked off, and Ben Riley used that suit. Yes, that suit I as the that new suit. Spidey suit. 
Yeah, that one's badass. No, we're, we're saying, talking about we, bad. We, we like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I misheard. Well, we've kind of been... We're jumping all over the map yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you kept saying Ben Riley. It's like the clone Ben Riley. Is that what we're talking about? No, Ben Riley's it. Even they did... Uh, he got his own series a few years ago, and they, they redesigned the suit again. Uh, look up, like, a uh, uh, new Scarlet Spider suit, and it's pretty badass. It's red and black. Yeah, I think I've seen uh, this one, though. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, ben Riley's had good luck with suits. Uh, it's no baghead, Spidey, but... Uh, well, what is, you know? <laughs> Stowe Forbush, man. <laughs> Once again, see, that we was going to be my... I was going to end with Forbush, man. Look, we yeah. can't all be Forbush, man. Is it this one, the one that's got, like, a weird hood? No. I've never seen that before. You've never, It's in here. Okay, I believe you. There's, like, a <laughs> bunch of them. There's one with, like, a weird smiley face, almost like the uh, Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. That is my worst one. Fucking snake eyes from G.I. Joe with a fucking mouth, the mannequin the mouth. The Cobra yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, was yeah, fucking yeah. terrible. God, that was terrible. They fixed it for the second movie, but unfortunately the second movie was also dog shit. Yeah. So. yeah. That damn oh, mouth. God. G.I. Joe in general, that whole movie was, the costume design wise, was fucking terrible. Punk well, Rock spider Man's pretty cool where he's got a mohawk. That's kind of cool. The British one. Uh, I guess, Speaking yeah. of mohawks and punk rock, what about punk rock storm from the 80s, right? With I the like Mohawk, Punk Rock, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Well, yeah, that and Apocalypse as well. Let's just do that's all the right, shitty ones right, in Apocalypse. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, I like Mohawk uh, Carol Danvers better. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which I'll be honest, like I thought, I thought that, I thought Captain Marvel was boring. It was kind of a generic fucking script, uh, and I'm not excited about the sequel. But the costume was badass. Costume looked good. Yeah, yeah, it was a good, really good. Yeah. Marvel. I mean, that's. I was literally trying to rack my brain for like bad super suits, and honestly, the MCU for the most part has done really well with their suit adaptations. Um, I'm still mad we've never gotten a decent Hawkeye. Uh, I don't know if Jeremy Renner has it in his contract that he won't wear purple, but uh, for the love of God, put some goddamn purple in the Hawkeye suit if he ever comes back. If they even move forward, I think they just canceled the series, didn't they? Uh, there was rumors that was being put on hold, but I don't know what's going on with any of that. Speaking of Hawkeye and purple and costumes, good, bad, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, I don't know if you, you read it or not, there was the whole Heroes Reborn thing back in the, the 90s and stuff like that. Yeah. But after that ended, we get Heroes Return and everything. I think the next year after that, or not even a year after that, we get that storyline where, uh, what's her name? I can't remember who the, maybe Enchantress, uh, gets a hold of Odin's sword and, and rewrites reality again. Did you read that one? Yeah. And Hawkeye is the first one to to break out of it and figure out what's going on. And literally in the comics, he says, another alternate reality? Well, at least the costume's purple. <laughs> at least I'm not in brown. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. When your character even hates the costume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The 90s were not good to Thor either. That's no, they bad. were not. Yeah. The Heroes Reborn Thor was just fucking ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, the 90s in general, pretty bad. But no, the MCU in, in general has done a really good job with the suits. Um, like I said, Hawkeye, not that the design was bad, but for the love of God, put purple in it. Yeah. Uh, there aren't that many superheroes that have purple suits. Now, as far as MCU, when we get... when we Are, are we getting another Ant-Man movie? There's going to be another one at some point, right? Yeah, there's, they're, they're yeah. going to finish the trilogy. Yeah, they're yeah. going to finish yeah. the trilogy out. So, that uh, Thor? That one's actually not terrible, uh, but it's from that same series. So, Janet Van Dyne is back after, yes. you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, if they're going to do any kind of a justice, 
uh, Michelle Pfeiffer has got to have like thirty costume changes in in that movie. There just needs because... to be no. What you need is is there's there's that in every like rom com. There's the getting ready for a date yes, scene. The, the, yes, the montage. Yes, it needs to be. Uh, uh, yeah, they're deciding on uh, the new wasp outfit, and we just go yes, through like yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I like it because because the wasp has had. Like a hundred and fifty costumes. Yeah. Oh yeah. In her in her history. Well, they've already done like uh, uh, Goliath is already kind of in the MCU bit, in the yeah, second yeah. movie. Like they've already acknowledged that Hank Pym. And, you know, we had, we've had Yellow Jacket and Goliath and Ant Man now. Yep. Uh, so we've gone through all his. But yeah, the Van Dynes in general. Uh, yeah. Pym's and Van Dynes like costume changes. They do. That's right. a shitty uh, resolution. But that Captain America with the eagle on the forehead instead of the A. Oh yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah, terrible yeah, yeah. as well. That's the shield, and then when he quits shield, he rips it off and gives it to Bill Clinton because nineties. <laughs> I've got that issue. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, uh, no, that was the they brought in like Jim Lee and a bunch of other hot uh, artists and writers at the time to redo the entire Marvel comic book universe, and they called it was called the Heroes Reborn, Heroes Reborn and it yeah. is every bad nineties cliche. Oh, it is dropped on top of the Avengers. Yeah, yeah Hulk with weird long hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they because they only rebooted they rebooted Avengers, Cap, Iron Man, Fantastic Four, Hulk. I don't think Spider Man got redone. No, because Spider Man stayed in six one six because he was not at the fight with Onslaught. He was doing Sentinel cleanup. Okay. Um, when everybody went in, and of course X Men didn't get rebooted because uh, none of the mutants could absorb the Onslaught energy. Sure. You don't remember this comic, do you? No, but I'm glad you're here to tell us. Okay. Speaking of Onslaught, what was that? Um, what was the series where like they redesigned all the X Men and Wolverine had like a ghost hand? Oh, Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. we go. The dark alternate. Future. I forgot about yeah. I forgot about the ghost hand. Actually, yeah. it's been a long time since I've read Age. Because I don't know why Onslaught triggered me to think of Age of Apocalypse. Which, sure. which is what pisses me off. You uh, got here. We go. I, no, I'm. Yeah. Not, what is this rant number seven? Or at least it's four or five at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Let me alone. So you have got Days of Futures Past, which is actually. When you look at the X Men movies, it's not the worst one, obviously. Oh it's, hell it's no! Decent. Three is the worst one, and um, but you've got Blink in that movie, arguably the most popular character to come out of Age of Apocalypse. So much so they retcon her back into Six One Six once we get done with Age of Apocalypse, and she's beautiful in in Days of Futures Past, a storyline that she's not in. Then we flash forward to the Apocalypse movie. No fucking Blink. Why is Blink an Age of Apocalypse character that everybody loves? Not in the Apocalypse movie. Why? Is she, because they're Blink? all really about Wolverine and Magneto. Didn't you know that, Scott? Every storyline you know is actually about Wolverine and Magneto. Who the fuck is Blink? Blink is the one that's creating the, the, the portals. Yeah. The, the portals in uh, when they're defending... Uh, when they're fighting the future Sentinel. Yeah, the future at, at the end of uh, Days of Future Past. Let me look this shit up. I don't... I, I mean, I 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember her. Blink was awesome. She mm-hmm. was a breakout character in Age of Apocalypse. It's the first time you see her in the comics. Anytime a character jumps from one continuity to another, you know it's a good sign. Uh, yeah. Miles Morales did the same thing. When they killed the Ultimate Universe, they kept Miles Morales around. So. But, Fan yeah. Bing Bing. That's not, that's not me having a stroke. That was her name. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Any other favorite, least favorite? Anything you want to get up your chest? Uh... I basically hated all the character designs in the boys. Like, screen. Like, comic book was way better. Like, all the screen versions were kind of lame. Much, pretty much, yeah. Sadly. 
Just me, except for Starfire, that was pretty fucking hot when she was basically in BDSM gear, <laughs> Throwing, showing a little thigh. Mm-hmm. Now you know Julian's secret to a great costume. Yep, thigh, leather thigh, fishnets, motorcycles. <laughs> Season two, uh, we'll, we'll see. Oh uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe. I'm not holding on. Like one that. was such a disappointment. The ending of season one leads me to believe season two is going to be even more different. I'm not going to like it. So. Yeah, I did. I did like Homelander's design in the show better than the the, yeah, the books, but they made it a little more subtle. Yeah. Well, let us know what super suits you particularly love and or hate. Uh, what did you like from Toy Fair? What do you think of the High Republic? And uh, whatever else we talked about this week. Thanks for sticking in there. I know this episode is going a little long, but that's what happens when we get excited about stuff. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next week. Uh, my head is like a star. Yeah. Deep is-